Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 202 for the week of December 3rd, 2011. I'm your host, Chris Privateer, here with a bunch of people who I've yet to come up with a clever name for. Uh, my merry band of merry um, minstrels. No, uh, you don't sing. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want that. No. The, the merry. We pay them not to sing. It's like government subsidies for not farming. Uh, first off, John, you're worth. Yay. Yay, John Yearworth. Roy Burnett. Who has so, been so absorbed Mario's by Super Mario 3D, he fell into his 3DS, apparently. <laughs> Roy, are you there? This is ground yeah, control yeah. to Major Roy. Oh, oh I, I had my microphone on. Oh, okay. I just said Mario rules, but apparently I had my microphone turned off. And you didn't Mario really ruled a lot. All right, so, and Emmanuel Marino. Hey. Who is excited as out. always? He just I'm sorry. Out. This podcast is old news. Oh. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. Ouch, Manny, who is apparently one episode from quitting, and then Michael Tidwell. No, what he found is like there is our. He found a thing is like is our site old and like yeah and I'm like okay that's good to know. We're old. We're yeah, old? before you make a complete fool of yourself and send a link to your friends, colleagues, or Twitter followers, enter it here to make sure it's fresh enough. Yeah, no kidding. And it's like, nope, RP Gamer's been around forever. What? I'm confused. Chat or not? Come on, dude. Say what? Oh, is there a Skype chat going on that I missed? Oh, is it old.com? What is this? What is this? This is. (laughs) Is RPGamer.com old? Ridiculously Ridiculously old. old. (laughs) This is starting to seriously smell. Watch it and move on. It has been (laughs) tweeted 62 times already. The first time was 987 days ago. Oh, so you're supposed to do this with videos. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Or, you know, like me, when I find a band and I'm like, oh, are they new? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Evanescence? He asks me. I'm like, are are you kidding? Are you serious? (laughs) No, no. I was. I should have just known that he could have been around picking fucking band. How long ago did you ask? This song, Bring Me to Life, is pretty awesome. I'm like, really? You you probably heard about it. It's a little too cool for you. Yeah, that's right. I was kept in an antisocial box somewhere. (laughs) You really are the dragon under the bridge. (laughs) You know, there are people like, you know, have you been living under a rock? And you're like, well, I tried, but I didn't fit. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Uh, terrible. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, somebody made a David Bowie reference? Apparently somebody made a, a David Bowie reference. I don't know how that works, but that's awesome. We are awesome. Yeah, I liked it. That's that's cool. Everyone says hi, and that is for all the Amplitude fans out there. All one of you. Oh, I made a David Bowie reference. How did <laughs> I make a David Bowie <laughs> reference? <laughs> did someone just make an Amplitude reference? I did. I, I did. Yeah. Apparently he's making so many references he loses I was, track. I was listening to some of my um a long time ago I recorded all the amplitude songs off my amplitude disc. Well, no, actually I didn't. I I collected all the songs from the amplitude soundtrack the hard way because there was no official soundtrack, which means buy all the individual albums or download the free songs from the techno artists for the ser- who worked somewhere. on the game. And so I was listening to a bunch of them yesterday, and it was awesome because I remembered how awesome that game is. So there. Oh, ground control to Major Tom. Right. There you go. Got it. I did make that uh-huh. reference. <laughs> oh. So first, our Good first... Good thing we have the online people to keep you on track of the references you don't even know you're making. Exactly. This is what I need. This is why I like 
That's why I like this. This. this you bet they have a thirty-second lag. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we have <laughs> letters. Let's let's talk about our letters. First letter. I I can find the V on the fridge. Would you like that one? The V on the fridge. Yeah, and you push in the thing, and it tells you it does V. V. Oh, this is a kid's toy. Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. That's all you have in your house <laughs> now is kids' toys. Letters on the fridge making sounds. <laughs> this is. If you're wondering how parenthood works, basically all your stuff gets thrown out, and you have a bunch of toys that you swim in for the next 15 years, and then your kids move out and they hate you. And then you're like, what do I do with all the stupid plastic crap that isn't good anymore? You give it to, to somebody you don't like, and you mask it as, here, enjoy all this free stuff for your new child. Well, yeah, that's what I think what happens at birthday parties. Like, you know what would be the most obnoxious toy we can find? How about this one? And, then <laughs> and your kid's like, that's the most awesome thing, and plays it 3,000 times until you know off the top of your head how the song goes, and you hear it in your sleep, and then you kill yourself. And then you kill yourself. <laughs> how nice. Um, we have a letter from, from Retro Vertical, who's out of Manchester in Britain, which is uh, where John and uh, Roy are. He says, to be honest, I'm finding it harder to listen to the podcast. Why now. do you have them read it? Who? Oh, yeah. Somebody uh, British read it. <laughs> um, Roy, you take this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to uh, bring up everyone's disappointment. All right. Scroll up here. I can see the cursors moving as we're doing this. To be honest, I find it harder to listen to the podcast now than my kid. Mikhail is not a regular... You don't know how to say my name? <laughs> Michael. Michael. <laughs> this I'm is your British name. <laughs> oh, it's my British name. Okay, okay. I'm trying to sound posh, but it's not working. All right, posh is work. Keep going. You, you, by the way, we picked the guy in Britain who's not actually British to read this. <laughs> just just want to point that out. I thought, yeah, I, I was going for irony factor here. Okay. <laughs> so I thought you were going to read it. There they go. Chris is too pushy with his opinions, and they are opinions, not fact, as he would like to think. And Michael is too good at standing up to him and arguing counterpoints. Hey, RPG cast, like no, 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 no. That was that was the that was the letter. That's it. This is why we don't let Roy read. Usually, apparently, he can't notice the eight cell block that blocks this one letter from the other. Um, so I just wanted to read that so people know that we do read and pay attention to your critical feedback. And hey, Michael's on the show. So See, so now you can't be dumb as much. <laughs> yes. Oh, I look, I look forward to this show then. Uh, everybody hated my Torchlight 2 discussion last show, so I'm going to apologize for it and say, you know, um, I guess I shouldn't bring it back up. So you can read. I, I made a summary I comment. I don't know on what's the, going on. What? what are you doing a by two? Um, I was complaining that the land support they're adding isn't as big a deal as it as it as people make it out to be. But it turned into this big um, discussion about whether or not they should have included it, which it never should have turned into that discussion. And then it turned but into it, whether the land is relevant at all. Yeah, and for some people, it is. Uh-huh. Is, oh. is is the long and short of it. <laughs> I believe if you make a multiplayer game without land support on a PC, you do get shot. Apparently. I My argument would be that you shouldn't necessarily get shot. Guys, no, I'm I was getting wrong. into it. Yes, I, I think by default, that. that just should happen. <laughs> yeah, you should just get shot. Yeah. So, what... And then, um, yeah, the other thing is somebody really didn't like the fact that I think Torchlight 2 should up their budget and turn into a $60 game. 
They're like, how dare you? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's not a discussion I want to have. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't Which want it to be $60. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no, pretty much know. the only one who wants them to charge more for their game. I understand that. I do believe, um, I think it was Master Chief that uh, got onto you on the forums, and I actually defended you because he said, why don't you get out of your ivory tower? But I pointed out that our ivory <laughs> tower is really pretty <laughs> and that we could make him his own yeah, one Until you lost the Minecraft files. <laughs> you lost it. You lost it. You lost the tower. Did How do you, you build lose a new Minecraft? one? It's online. He lost his servers. Uh, the the uh, the single player stuff is still stored offline. Oh, you played single player. I and was even then, sing- I mean, for example, we we've had some interesting stuff with our Minecraft stuff because our private server, the files for it are hosted on my computer. Uh, you Did know, you I have Peter Gokabluey. Because I oh no, I have the most powerful computer in the house, but um, Java decided to throw a whoopsie at one point and <laughs> no computer is powerful enough for the power of Java. Yeah, <laughs> Java is somehow able to bring a computer with sixteen gigabytes of memory to just crash. It's it's well, wonderful. That's, that's nothing for Java. What are you talking about? That was breakfast. <laughs> I've seen Java take down sixty-four gig clusters. <laughs> Why the heck does your cluster only have sixty-four gigs of memory? What kind of cluster is that? No, that's in that's in each. Uh, oh, in each node. Oh, okay. Yeah, we order our uh, VMware servers with over a hundred gigs of RAM, <laughs> and that's just for Java. No, not, no, not just for Java. <laughs> <laughs> and some for MySQL. <laughs> yes, just for Java. That's the uh, Java partition. Next yeah. question from uh, let's see from Tom. Uh, is this a real name? I wonder what, if he's Tom British. Stinson. Yeah. He, he sounds, sounds British. British. Yeah, he's pretty British, yeah. isn't it? Two first yep. names. Or, or his second first name is made to sound like a last name. Yes. All right. Hey, RPG Cast, liking your show as I've just gotten back into listening to podcasts as I doze off and I'm tearing through your backlog. Why do people do that? Our backlog, there are large sections of our bad backlog that is just absolutely terrible. So I never understand why people listen to the whole thing. Is that when I wasn't around? Um, no, no. That some um, some of the terrible section is when wait, we were around. Wait, wait. He did say as I doze off. Oh, as I, I know, doze off. Like, All I right. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Our backlog is good for that. Well, and and also like it's not like the backlog for the Sanctum or the backtrack where we're talking about different subjects. Our backlog for this show is old news. Hmm. It'd be we like going around. It'd be like watching reruns of news of news programs. Okay. That's okay if it's entertaining. Um, I'm not entirely sure it was entertaining. Oh well, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm just we, wondering about some about- RPGs for the 3DS that are either already out or coming up. Because it's Nintendo, I guess you could laughably say they have a history of weak launches, and this hasn't been their strongest. Well, neither was the DS. I'm having a hard time finding a good RPG of the quality that the Nintendo DS was famous for. Well, that's because you have to wait for them to make them. Um, so here's yeah, my question. What up no, no, and coming? No, or better yet, it's better you have to wait for them to release them. Yes, that too. <laughs> uh, what what up and coming or already out RPGs are there for the 3DS that I can buy and try out? And I'm going to... We have a function on the site that nobody knows how to get to that lists all the RPGs for a system. So let's see. It's called We Need to Fix Our Menus. Release dates <laughs> on the left. Nintendo 3DS. Okay. Let's see. Look. Let's look Just first for up. what's. Let's up. look for released. 
<clears throat> Here's what we Please got drop. for the three. Th- okay, we've got Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Shadow Wars, which I'll tell you is a good three and a, three or three and a half out of five uh, tactical RPG. It gets the job done, and it's on your system that you're looking for RPGs. Uh, Ocarina of Time, we classify as an RPG, even though it isn't. Um, that is uh, that is there, and it's a great game. It's closer than most of those. Ocarina? Yeah. Uh, I, it's like every other Zelda that isn't. Shh. <laughs> Zelda 2. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei. No, you don't, so you don't get it. It's closer because it's older. God. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. It's closer to Zelda 2's release date. You're right. Okay. There you go. Shin Megami right. Tensei Devil Survivor Overclocked. That's supposed to be really good, isn't it? I'm trying to remember if it's someone I hate or not. Um, this <laughs> no, is the one where the kids. That one's pretty much just a port of a DS game. It's though. a port of a DS game. So if you already played the DS game, no good. But if you haven't, that's about um, these kids. They find out that it's avoiding their deaths, and it's an RPG. It's a Shin Megami Tensei game. Those always have a great environment. So look into that. Um, Unless it's and then you don't want to play it. Harvest Moon: The Tale of Two Towns is apparently a good Harvest Moon game, but you have to like to play Harvest Moon games. So. Oh, wait, no, A Tale of Improvement. So three and a half out of five. So it's not that good, but right. it's good enough. So those are, your, those are your RPG choices that are out. Now let's see what's upcoming. <clears throat> not much. About the same size of list. Tales of the Abyss 3D. Um, so this is, if you haven't already played Tales of the Abyss, tell me Tales people on the podcast. Is the Tales of the Abyss a good one to wait for? Yes. Quinn? <laughs> Mostly. Yes, I'd say so. Uh, Heroes of Ruin. All right, now this is kind of iffy in RPG stance, but I do think it's a game worth playing. Tales of Ruin? Heroes of Ruin, yes. Heroes of Ruin, sorry. (laughs) It's that multiplayer game that was kind of, it had a kind of a gauntlet feel to it when we played E3. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. That was the gauntlet-esque one. Yeah. So I, I, I would go with this one being good. All right. And let's see what else. That's actually, hard to think. Actually, oh. there's quite a few of them Kingdom coming out. Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance. That's that's a Kingdom Hearts game. I don't know if it'll be good or not, but if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan. Kingdom Hearts, so, you know. Uh, Paper Mario Paper. 3D. Uh, Monster Hunter 3G and Monster Hunter 4. Uh, except that Monster Hunter 3G is not coming out here. That's, well, whatever. That's pretty much confirmed. <laughs> uh, Monster Hunter 4, probably. Um, As some but of the that is, Monster Hunter does not threats. appeal to everybody. I mean, Monster Hunter is a, is a niche game. Uh, let's see. And Harvest Moon isn't. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I put warnings on that one, too, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Mega Man Legends 3, I think, was canceled, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. that was canceled. Uh, yes, yeah, we was. need to take that out of the database here. <laughs> And then something called uh, Unchained Blaine's Rex, whatever the heck that is. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's all I got. Yeah. So, did we answer your question? I don't know. <laughs> As you can see, this is why I didn't rush out and buy a 3DS. That and I can't see. Oh, oh Chris, you're forgetting our favoritely named one. Bravery Def- Bravely Default Flying Fairy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bravely Default terrible name <laughs> well it hasn't been americanized for the name oh, yet, what is it? it called bravely default flying fairy why is it called that okay so our our database is kind of crap it's missing some stuff but what That's else are we missing I just you don't have people entering stuff okay well then that means the database okay the database is well programmed 
excuse me, Michael, but it's it's content is crap. <laughs> its content is lacking. It's, it's suboptimal. But uh, that would be for you, Kel and Fox to fix, wouldn't it? No, not that would to, be for no, that, to fix. It would be us for to fix it going into the database, making the database work. But it's for people to actually and other people to actually enter stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's outside of my purview. Yes. We need to teach some more people to do it. <laughs> anyway, um, is, is there anything else that we're missing? Severin Mira disappears. I, I like that. It's currently playing Tales of Abyss 3D. It's, it's fun, but not as interesting as Symphonia or Vesperia, in my opinion, says Severin. So. How is he? Is it playing in Japanese or what? No, it's uh, Tales of the Abyss 3D is already out in Europe. Oh, look at that. It's one of those Europe of those. first games. Like, yeah, that does. It, it's it's a bit paradoxical considering uh, Europe never actually got Tales of the Abyss in the first place, which is probably they, why you got it because they thought you'd buy it. Because mm. they 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 released a um, they released a translated version for the PS2 in America, and it must have been too late in the uh, PS2's life cycle for them to bother releasing it in Europe, so they didn't. Yeah, have you gotten all the other Tales games? Uh, well, we've I, the one I can think of that we got that you guys didn't was Tales of Eternia on the PSP. Well, no, no, no. They didn't they make that something else? Like, no, no. That was back in the uh, that was back when it originally came out on the PlayStation, which was when okay. Tales of Tales of Eternia was titled Tales of Destiny Two, which yeah, is that's amusing because they then went and released Tales of Destiny Tales Two of as Destiny an actual two, which then I thought which they you didn't get Eternia here too. No, no, no. They didn't do that. Oh, I thought they thought about it and then said no. Maybe that was it. Maybe. Never. But as far as I know, we we uh, Europe only got the uh, PSP version of Eternia. Okay. So I had because I had to buy it for Mac at one point. You also got Breath of Fire three, which I still hate you for. Oh yeah, that too. But I did get that at least. But, uh, I th- I think we've I think we've got everything out. We got Vesperia. I know that. And Symphonia. Yeah, we got Symphonia. I remember playing that. I think those are the two, like, the people tout those two over the others. And uh, Grace's F has been confirmed. Oh, okay. For Is us. Symphonia the GameCube one? Yeah. And wasn't there yeah. a sequel to the GameCube one? For the Wii, yeah, we got that one too. Okay. The only one, the only version of Symphonia that both Europe and America is missing is the PS2 version of Symphonia. Nobody else which keeps track of this anymore. Which occurs to me, actually. I did say I was play- I was going to import it. At I, some I point. understand why the other guy was listening to our podcast to go to sleep. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more just keeping track of this. You're like, ah, screw it, sleep is easier. So, in other words, there aren't any good RPGs coming out soon for the 3DS, right? Done. <laughs> is that the, is that the uh, the summary answer there? No, <laughs> I figured some people like Kingdom Hearts. Well, that's not coming out soon, is it? I don't uh, know. Maybe hard to say. I'd say, say of, of all the ones that are on this list, I'd say the next one that comes out is probably going to be Paper Mario. Well, it doesn't even have a date on the list, and the other two of them do, like Tales of the Abyss. Like two of them have dates, so I don't know Tales how of the Abyss going. is well, February, just, so oh, Paper Mario. Tales of, the, yeah. Tales of the Abyss and then probably Paper Mario sometime in the summer. Okay. Heroes of Ruins comes out in Heroes April. comes out in the spring, so. Yeah. so. First boss battle. Ooh, it's, ooh, guys. What? It's time. Four. Chickens? Ocelot writes in and says, 
First boss battle proved to be too much. Back to the grind. Mid-boss may have bested the RP Gamer crew next, last week, with only 16 unique RPGs named during the 99-second challenge. Only five if you don't count every Final Fantasy title that Chris listed out. It's quite <laughs> Hey, I'm going for the easy points. Don't you criticize me. It's quite all right. Every aspiring adventure faces dire challenges on their way to cho- glory and saving the world and pancakes. Fear not. More questions await you so you can grind yourselves into true champions, or at least level five adventures. Good luck, Manny Yi. Wow, he comes up with a good pronunciation. <laughs> good spelling you. every week. <laughs> Wait, what was the last year's question? You had to come up with unique RPGs. You like we had to, yeah, we had a boss fight. We had to come up with, <laughs> we had to name like, I, I forget what it was like. We had to name RPGs with within ninety nine seconds, which your phone can't do apparently. We had to name like but, a, a very large number of RPGs within ninety nine seconds. But we couldn't talk over 16. each other. And oh, it didn't geez. count if we talked over each other, yeah. yeah it's really hard to do on Skype. We yes. can't even do it, period. No, we can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> First question. Funniest moment you've had while playing Skyrim, i.e. the craziest thing the game world managed to procedurally generate during your adventure. Um, what's, this, what's this Skyrim thing people keep on talking the about? The most awesome game that's out this year. All right, so I'm fighting a bandit camp. I come up to it. And uh, they, you know, they, the game doesn't work well. So I run past the trap that they try to set off where all the boulders roll on me. And it's like, as long as I'm running, like the boulders can't even begin to catch me. So it's like the most pointless trap ever. So I'm up there fighting guys and I I roll up a little thing where our archer's standing. I stab him and I look down on the ground. I notice that there's a guy guarding the Western entrance and he just notices that I'm up there killing his dude and he's going to come running towards me. So he runs up into his own bear trap and then gets hurdled <laughs> 50 yards in the opposite direction from his bear <laughs> trap going up. Hey, Chris, I think we've got a title for the podcast. What? Uh, this one time at Bandit Camp. <laughs> this one time at Bandit Camp, oh. yes. <laughs> which, I, which, I, which I admittedly shamelessly stole from Warcraft. I'm not uh. going to take 10 credit for that one, but still, I think it fits. Uh, it does fit, yes. So that, that, that's been the best thing that, that I've seen. Anyone else been um, playing it? No, oh, that's only uh, Roy. My, mine, mine has got to be the one I mentioned last week with the teleporting mammoths. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> can I uh, can I at least provide an example from another game that uses procedural generation? Sure, why not? Uh, Minecraft. <laughs> Yay! That when the uh, when the patch for for the release patch went live a little while back, um, it buggered up the um, seed that the house our house server uses for the world generation. So when we reloaded the um the world with all of the updates, up to date server and up to date um clients, the biome in which a um, vast majority of the stuff that we'd built um has now changed. So it's no longer in like nice temperate thing uh and has now turned into uh tundra. So we loaded into the game and then all of the oceans started freezing over. <laughs> Oh geez. So for for like most of our playable game area is now covered in ice and snow. It looks kind of nice and fits well for Christmas, but it is a little bit kind you of moved funny. Moved to the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. So we now have a nice kind of pine forest and we're now actually in the middle of the North Pole or something. Nice. And yeah, so instead of rain we get snow. That's uh, that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not much of an RPG, though. Well, I, mm, I don't know. 
No. Now that Minecraft is... If you can argue for Zelda, you can argue for Minecraft. No, we cannot argue for Zelda. It's grandfather. Don't argue for Zelda. I shoot you. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the bear trap, 50 yards. I mean, because, you know, Minecraft doesn't have I will put a bear trap and fling you 50 yards somewhere. (laughs) Minecraft has an ending now. Oh, wow. Does it have a story yet? No, to kill this random okay, mob. okay. I'm just making sure. So the There's just this random bored. boss mob that causes an ending. Is that to, to mark Notch's departure from development? No, I don't think so. Which, by the way, who leaves their game as soon as it goes 1.0? That seems odd to me. Like, he, all oh, right, wait, it's out now. I'm gonna go make something else. What? Well, he's working on scrolls. Yeah, I guess. Essentially, mm-hmm. he essentially has uh, dedicated to put the one of his cohorts in charge of Minecraft and uh, is leading the development for Scrolls, which is their next big game. Yep. Just any any weird. updates to Minecraft now at this point are going to be minor. Oh well, that's not good. I thought people were looking forward to Minecraft continuing to grow huge. Well, it, it will, but it, it's going to be minor, at least until they get scrolls out the See, door. I always had the impression that Minecraft 2.0 would be hugely different than Minecraft 1.0, would be hugely different from Minecraft 3.0, and so and so forth, and the game would like keep growing. Well, so one that, thing that's I why it was, was surprising that the, to me. The, um, the alpha for scrolls starts at Christmas time. Hello. Um, wow. Okay. This question was about Skyrim. Yes. So the har- next question, the hardest <laughs> difficulty. Manny's not playing Skyrim yet, right? Not yet. Not yet. I still think I'm the just finishing up. Uh, I've ever seen is I just finished. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Manny first. Yep. You finished. Oh, you're saying I just finished Mothership Zeta like a day ago. Ah, so you're still in. Um, well, that's Fallout One, isn't it? Fallout Three. Fallout Three. Well, Fallout Three. Sorry, Fallout the first Bethesda Fallout. Ah. <sighs> Everyone keeps talking up on Twitter. There's all these conversations about how good Fallout New Vegas is. I'm like, but I'm playing Skyrim. I can't go play Fallout New Vegas. And You'd like, have to go buy it or what? Oh, I have it. I have it on oh. Steam. I got it some super cheap sale. Oh, yeah. I'm not the only one who did that then. Yeah. Um, well, Chris's, Chris's mantra is buying things on Steam and not playing them. Yes. I, I, do, I do like to have a large... Um, yeah. His library is his penis. Library. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> What was so the craziest think, thing you've seen, Michael? The weirdest thing I've seen, I mean, it wasn't Skyrim, but it was in Final Fantasy XI, where the cure spells did maximum damage to all undead. <laughs> like, how is that even possible? You read the patch notes, there's nothing to change in cure spells, and yet you cast Cure 1 on any undead and does 999999 and it dies. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, imagine how many people, imagine how many people oh. were exploiting that. We for... could go level and coof him then. That'd yeah, that was great. the problem. Is people literally ran out to every you know everywhere that was undead that had you know VT IT monsters and were just cure one, cure one, cure one, cure one. How long they did it take them to sh- to fix that? About four hours. Four hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's. And they're like, yeah, we noticed some strange leveling, and we're like, whoa. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that that is a crazy ass bug. All right, everybody. Next question. The hardest difficulty level you are planning to complete in Diablo 3. I know, I know. I... Michael? Whatever Chris drags me to. <laughs> that's that, that, that's going to be my answer, too. Right, uh, Chris wait, wait. I, answer I'm leading this? Casual yeah. mode, and I'm done. Okay, Manny's casual, and he's out? Yeah, All I'm right. going to play the game once for six hours. I'm going to happy I bought the $100 collection edition. I'm going to put it away on a shelf and never touch it again. <laughs> Is that actually your plan? 
Wow. No, you can't. <laughs> if he had a hundred dollars, maybe. All right, guys. Uh, my plan is to play this like Diablo two, which means I go through all the difficulty levels, Forever. and th- this is how. So Diablo games are actually structured such that the game isn't over when you beat it on normal. Like that's yep. like now you get to the next. Dif- the real difficulty yep. level is the last difficulty level, and that is what you're supposed to be collecting loot and stuff for. Um, now Torchlight one, in my opinion, for for me. I, it wasn't worth grinding up to that that hardest difficulty it level. It didn't have that end game for it. It, it wasn't designed for that. Okay. Um. And but Diablo two definitely was. And um. I'm presuming since they added another difficulty level, uh, that Diablo three is as well. Oh, and absolutely. I so I'm planning to go through insanity, and that I will be grinding and look searching for fat loots and trading with you guys, and we're gonna work together to get like awesome builds that dominate the cow level wherever it is you know the truth is is if you play diablo 3 like like in your average rpg where you beat it once and you put it down that game is less than 10 hours yep yep it's not worth the money or the time it's like the beta <laughs> so it i mean that game is designed around going through multiple play and like, and you're right like torchlight one wasn't built for that like the end game kind of fell apart because they just ran out of time and money mm. So that it wasn't that kind of a game. No, but. no, no, no. I don't know if they ran out of time and money or they just kind of were like, you know, we can't make this any more interesting because we forgot to write a story. <laughs> no, it wasn't time and money. No, no Mike, it's, once you get through thing. normal, the story's done. That's always the case. There's no more story oh, to carry you through. You're, you're done at, once you're done with normal. So that was the story. thing is Torchlight 1 was so long, I didn't want to go through it again. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um... I got to like the what, the fire lava levels. There's like 35 so, levels down, and I'm just like, this just keeps so going. So what it becomes is, uh, well, yeah, there's something about trotting through the single dungeon that doesn't work for me for going up to higher difficulty levels. When you have an open world, it feels a little better because you feel like you have more options. What what it is is it turns into an optimization issue of like I want to get better loot and the most experience for my buck, and I want to avoid that monster over there that is exploding in lightning bolts and will destroy me. So, you know, you combine those factors together and you're getting to the next group of levels, unlocking the next difficulty and like, oh, we got through that. All right. Cool. Uh, let's keep going. Because the game doesn't really start till, till, till the hardest difficulty level. And then it's like, okay, I get my character 100. Then I get my full spec. Because you have no... Well, with Diablo 2, you had to unlock all your skill points. And that's why you're getting your character up to a high level, right? And Because mm-hmm. you didn't have your full build until you had all your skill points. Diablo 3 is going to be different. Um... I don't know. It's, you know. I don't remember but, how it but, works. Is the, the you still need to get to high levels to unlock all your stuff, right, Manny? Well, you don't really get. Ah. Hmm. Well, I'll just say, uh, like about like what was it? They said eighty percent of the items and all of the rare gems and everything that drops is not even in normal game mode. Right. Right. And, it's all higher level. And you complete the gate, the, the main quest about level 30-ish, and there are some skills that you don't even get to, like, maybe level 35 or 40. Because one of the big things that you do in that game is is you play through it multiple times, actually. You, you'll go through hell difficulty with more than one character because you're trying, all right, that was cool. I want to try this new character concept. Or I was reading about that on a message board. That sounds supremely fun. Let's try and do that. And you get down and you get to the point where you can burn through normal in like an hour or two. And then you go through and then the next difficulty and, and so forth. So you figure out how to get through this stuff really fast. And it's about getting your levels and um, making your big builds. And then uh, you farm experience in the cow level and farm loot for your other characters that you're trying to f- complete a set for and that sort of so stuff. So is the cow level like the metal slimes? <clears throat> yeah. 
uh, in okay. Diablo 2, the cow level is like the metal song. I don't know if it'll be like that in Diablo 3. But I'm uh, the, what's it called? The loadout system has kind of eliminated the need for such, some kind of like that kind of mindless uh, grinding oh, just to get it? like another character back up. Because you just take your monk and be like, you know, I want to try a monk like this. Then you switch out his skills the way you want to. Okay. And then find the gear to complement that build. And Right, but that that's changing the same character in a different way. If you want to play an entirely different character, I do think you have to start over. No, no, absolutely not. Well, if you want to start if, a different class, you do. A different yeah. class, you do. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's what I mean. I mean, if you oh, want to oh, be a different kind of monk, yeah. I thought you meant like, 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 like a Spiridon yeah. or a, yeah, a Glamazon. If, if, if I don't need to make a new character to make a new build, that will severely shorten the amount of time I have to spend on this game to try out everything I want to do, which is okay. probably a good thing. Probably. I, and the good thing is, by the time you probably get like with the the way Blizzard planning support the title, by the time you really get sick of vanilla Diablo three, there'll be an expansion. And by the time you get sick of that plus the expansion, there'll be another expansion. Sometimes there's entire patches that change a lot of things. So, yeah. uh, I mean, Diablo two um, still got a patch like a year ago. So, question three. <laughs> yes, the top five reasons not to play Call of Duty three, even though it feels like well, okay. First of all, it's Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare 3. Actually, let's answer his question like it's got a Duty 3, Call of Duty 3. Why not? Even though it feels like the entire world is playing. Number because one, it wasn't made. <laughs> Call of Duty 3 was made. <laughs> Call of Duty 3 has been out. Let's see. Call of Duty 3. When did that come out? Like 10 years ago. Three. Oh, to Wiki. <laughs> um, Wait, is it Call of Duty 3? No. <laughs> Call of Duty 3 was released in 2006. Okay. It was the third installment of Call of Duty video game series on the wow. 360, PS3, and Wii. So it was a modern modern generation title. Um, let's see. It was developed by Treyarch. That's the first reason not to play it. And <laughs> let's see. What else do we have? It's I, No one's playing it right now, so you're not going to find anybody on the servers. Um, there are, there are better Call of Duties out that you could play right now, like any of the Call of Duty 4s, Modern Warfare 1, 2, or 3. Uh, so that's three reasons. What two other reasons why not to play Call of Duty three? Um, well, for I mean, example, during Black Friday, I bought Call of. Say what, Manny? Call... Oh, during Black Friday, I bought Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. For uh, for eight dollars, ah. brand new. Oh, that's so. a, that's a newer Treyarch title. So there you go. You can yeah. try a newer title. And it has zombies in it. Yeah. Oh, it has zombies. So zombies are not in Call of Duty three. That's a good reason. Um, yeah. Anyone got a fifth one for ninjas me? Ninjas and pirates. Oh, it's that. Um, I was going to say that uh, Treyarch or. Um, Activision has restructured themselves several times since 2006, so the servers for Call of Duty 3 may not even exist. Ah, anymore. they're probably offline. So that's that's probably the best reason not to play. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. for Call of Duty 4. It's because we don't play shooters and they suck. It was also console exclusive. It was not on PC, so boycott it for that reason. So. No, 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 no. See, that's at least a good reason because you don't want to have console players playing PC gamers or they'll just cry. Well, no, the what you do is you have separate servers. Yeah, who and does th- that? That was a, a lot of people, actually. Like, Modern Warfare right now does that. That's that's something I'm not pleased about with Gotham City Imposters is the servers are shared. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, is that's that, gonna be... I keep forgetting that game is, like, coming out. Yeah, it's in is beta it out? and it won't be out. No, oh, it's cool. out in 2012. Oh, it is next year. Okay. No, that's the kind of game where if I got, like, a code for it somewhere, like some event or somehow, I'd be really happy, but I probably would never buy it. So the best reason not to get Call of Duty 3 is Gotham City imposters. All right, number four. Will the U.S. game market ever go to the same pricing model as the Japanese game market, i.e. games don't all cost the same amount on release date? 
Ooh. No, that's a stupid system. Okay, that's not even the case. You go to Japanese stores, they don't even cost the same in the different stores. I know, yeah. It's totally so up to retailers. that's not a good system at all. Well, no, it's oh, fine, Oh, God. Though. I could complain I endlessly about some of the pricing structures that some companies do but in Japan. But does it allow some games to be cheaper that wouldn't normally be cheaper? <laughs> and no. it allows, like, Dragon Quest to cost $90 yeah, because yeah. nothing could gouge you. I see, know. that's what I think, and, and we've seen that here anyway. I mean, Target will put the Pokemon games on sale the weekend they come out. Anybody understand how that came to be, like the cultural differences that makes it video games viewed as a standard-priced commodity here and as an individually-priced um, work uh, a release in Japan? I think it's yeah. because of the view that they're children's toys. No. In, in America, the, yeah. the North American market complained that the prices weren't controlled. Oh, because this used to be the case, like Fantasy Star for $90 sorts of days. Yeah. Yeah. And then people said, no, you, if you want to release games, on a, we need to have a, a set maximum they can be, which is, you know, why they come up with these special editions now to get around that. Mm-hmm. But what they want to be able to do is the people to come out and say, yeah, when we release games for our PS3, they're going to be 60 bucks at most. Okay. And then people go, oh, okay, now that makes it system affordable because I have 60 bucks all the time. There are people who disagree with you on that, but uh, yes. That was sarcasm, sure. But, you know. But <laughs> Back it, you when it was like was... $40, that was... Uh, what, when we did the first set pricing system, what was it? Anybody remember? It was $60 on the Super Nintendo. $60 on Super Nintendo. It was. Okay, because there were yeah. Super Nintendo games that were crazy expensive too, weren't there? No, only when they got rare. Only when they got rare? Okay. What happened would be is that... You wouldn't be able to find them in the normal stores, and then the the, the smaller stores didn't participate, didn't have national chains. Yeah. would be the only ones who have copies, and they can sell them for whatever they want because they don't have agreements with Nintendo or anything like See, that. All my Super Nintendo games are present, so I don't know how much they cost ever. Um, the only games I bought as a kid was like Anticipation for the NES and something else. I don't even remember, so I totally I don't, don't know this stuff. I, I don't so think Chrono Trigger was under that agreement. I think that came after I remember the one game I paid for myself when I was little was I paid $60 for Super Mario RPG on the on the Super Nintendo. Mm, nice. But that's that's worth sure. it, though, for that game. You know, I if you count for inflation, lot. games have actually gotten cheaper over time, haven't they? Um, from $60 to $60? To $60? Oh, somewhere. 80, well, 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 if you yeah, consider yeah, what, right. how much $60 was in the early 90s versus how much $60 is, is now. No, that's true. Sixty dollars in in nineties money versus now would be like a hundred something, wouldn't it? Or close to? No, not that and much. And yet we're seeing successive like games for five to fifteen. That's interesting. Oh no, no, but Chris, you don't you want <laughs> Torchlight to be? Yes, Torchlight. Torchlight two. I want to be like a full on balls of the wall competitor to Diablo three, and I don't think that'll happen at the twenty dollars price point. But well, it's not going to happen now because they're. So far in development, I know it's happen, not going to happen. Gonna that doesn't. Three, I know it's not, not going to happen. That's why three. I don't worry about saying it. <laughs> well, see that the other thing is they're not going to do that because their goal is not Torchlight Two. Their goal is Torchlight MMO. I know they've got a totally different plan. This is totally a stopgap while they're still working on I'm just MMO. having fun with the concept. Jeez. Well, stop having fun. You're not. Ah, uh, you're right. I'm not allowed to have fun. All right. What awesome augmentation... Oh, so the answer to four was no. What awesome... Uh, we actually don't know. Will it ever change? No. No? No. Do we have any reason to believe it won't change? This has been set for, what, 15 years now? Therefore, past results are an indication of future performance? You know, I, 
I do wonder if they're going to try to sneak the price up again on the next console generation because it's always an excuse. New oh, console yeah. generation to I'm get sure. expensive. Why not? So do you think $70 games next? Sure, why not? I don't think the, the, so. I think, I think 60 is already pushing what people um, are going to buy. Okay, so what was it with the 360? Was the 360 at 60 and people thought it would come back down to 50 or did, was it initially 70 there as well? No, it the was Xbox 60 was and it went... And the 360 went to 60, and they said, no, you should go back to 50, and Microsoft thought about it and said no. No, okay. Yep, Mike's right. And Mike, basically Microsoft set the uh, price for the whole generation. Well, no, the Wii is still 50. Oh, well, that doesn't count. It's because, I guess, the perception Why is... Why does that not count? Because they only get five games a year that anybody cares about. Once you, The perception is once you well, get sorry, HD, you're paying for the HD as an extra $10. <laughs> yeah, don't, HD... forget about, don't, forget, don't forget Blizzard tax. What about Blizzard? <laughs> what about oh, Blizzard right. Most PC games are fifty dollars. Oh, I know. Yeah, Blizzard, Blizzard said, tax. "Hey, everyone else is paying sixty bucks for games. Why can't we charge sixty? Okay." And because now Skyrim, Skyrim on PC, I think is sixty, isn't it? Yeah, I paid sixty. Yep. Yeah, the bigger, more anticipated your PC game is, the more they can charge you for it. It's well, ba- PC so, doesn't have a standard. Well, it was it was ten bucks less less for the longest time. Fallout we, Three, we've, all these other we've games. We've always had the we've always had the standard of I think it was most most PC games were uh, were between thirty and thirty five. Most most big releases are thirty five. That's pounds. We're talking, yeah. In so, in and, and in the US, it was fifty bucks. <laughs> it was fifty bucks yeah. for a long time, even while the consoles were sixty. And um, now it is ticked up because of Skyrim, because of Starcraft Two. Most well, expensive, it, the most expensive PC game I've seen them try to sell in the UK is. Is StarCraft 2 at 40. Wow. Or was it 40? Well, no, I think they were selling it for 45. Jeez. That's a no, lot. The, the, it, the, the hike started with uh, Modern Warfare 2. They placed theirs at 60 USD, and then once they did it, everyone started doing it. Holy cow. Jerks. You know, that's interesting. It's it, another, it really depends on the company if you can get away with it. Remember the longest time Square Enix had their Square Enix tax on all mobile, on um, all uh, portable titles? They still do. They still, do. They still Square, do. Square Enix games are $40. Only in America, though. Oh, all right. Interestingly. Well, Square, Enix, yeah. Square Enix titles on the oh. PSP, in the UK at least, um, release at the same price as everything else and go down in price with everyone else. But you already pay more than we do. Don't they uh, still Only, only just and only by virtue of exchange rates. Hmm. I well, yeah, we but still, that's what I've noticed. I think it's like, we still, we still play less, pay less than Japan, for example. Mm, they're actually pretty equal. I don't know. I've seen. A, I've paid for a couple of really quite expensive PSP games recently. Huh. Well, I met from Square Enix, but I haven't bought a PSP game in forever. But I still love how they they just screw you guys. I'm like, you know what? We're going to release a three hundred dollar console, and it's also going to be three hundred pounds. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, they, they, they actually do do that less now. Yeah, oh, and you guys have VAT too. Yeah, yeah we, we get comp- yeah, too, oh. That's You know, I have to wonder. The moment is 20%. What's the Vita going to sell in the UK? How, how much are your uh, PS Vita memory cards in the UK? Oh, my God. How much is the Vita in the UK? I can't remember. I was thinking of importing one. I've pre-ordered the, the early release pack. I, I, I do remember uh, I figured it'd be cheaper to import it, which it is. Hey, Chris, Don't, remember guys, when we thought that guy, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you import it, keep this in mind. To change regions, what, what was it? Like someone what was regions? just posting the what stuff. Regions? To change regions on the Vita, there's something about you have to reset your entire system. Or is They're that just for PSN? just turning it on Vita? for the third time. Or is that just for PSN regions? That might just be for PSN regions. Never mind. Yeah. Well, you got to remember, I have a PSN account for every region. <laughs> yeah, you can only have one PSN account, period, too. 
On the Vita? Yeah. Yeah, just like the PSP then. Uh, I thought you could have more on the PSP. Uh, you the PSP can only have, hold one at a time though. PSP oh, lets okay. you have a Japanese, US, UK, etc. PSN account all on one system. No, you, yeah, they, no, you simply no. log out of one and into the other whenever you want to switch. Just, just all like accounts, the all accounts can share games, apps, etc. With the uh, Vita, I you... haven't, I haven't found that. My my stuff, my UK store stuff doesn't work if I'm logged into my Japanese one. Well, no, you have to log out of your Japanese one and go into your UK one. No, no, you're no. You're supposed change. to be able to. You're supposed to be able to actually play it with the other account. No, because I can do that on my PS3. Not, not in a region change. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that's that's mine? that's what people think. That's what mine never did that, but whatever. Okay. I gave up on my Japanese one because I I tired of stupid things. <laughs> I don't know. Also, if our Crisis Core thing is. Oh, I wonder if yours works because it's the Crisis Core one. Possibly. Because it's a Japanese PSP. Hmm. Huh. There's some, we still have some weird stuff in our menus from the Japanese OS. So right, I'm trying know. to read through John Riccardi. Or John, John Riccardi? John T. Yeah, John Riccardi, Ricciardi from uh, 8.4 is tweeting about this right now because it's like this just broke. This is like a big deal. On the Vita, you can only have one PSN account, period. If what the GAF account, what the GAF thread that's breaking all this news says is true, um, so yeah, that's the other thing. How would they know? <laughs> I I don't know what it's based on. I haven't read the thread yet. You're right. I should read the thread. Uh, so anyway, what, well, what, even if, even if this? that is true, then that means that I still shouldn't have the problem because I'm be turning it on for the first time. And you still wouldn't have the problem. You just backed up your PS. Well, your Vita. Is, if you're buying it to import, uh, it, okay. So you're importing <laughs> it, and then you're going to set, it, but it's. Is it? It's supposed to be. I don't think Vita's region Sony free. is completely yeah, region the, free. The, yeah, the Vita apparently is region free. Oh, okay. Just like the PSP. So that's not Sony doesn't Vita. Sony doesn't do region lock. They did for Blu-ray. Uh, and they do... For UMD movies. Yeah. So I can never that's watch my well, copy they of can, they do it for They do it for movies because of all the stupid litigation around movies. I'm trying to remember you know why I had a nice? problem with my Japanese games. Games are not region locked. I'll rephrase. Games are not region locked. Yeah, you're right. You know, it would be yeah. nice if Sony released the console just once and we didn't have to have this whole conversation. Well, does it work? <sighs> I don't watch movies <laughs> on the PSP. So why would you watch movies on your Vita anyway? You'd be surprised. Well, not I just, anymore. I just listened to the Giant Bombcast, and apparently there are a lot of people in New York so, who are still watching movies on their PSP. Van Helsing on his PSP. <laughs> Like, and, and, like, and the speculation is Van Helsing, he could actually be watching a UMD. If so, they found like the one guy in New York watching UMD. <laughs> That's what I'm saying because I'm like, if I don't watch a movie now, I'm using my phone. This is true. But not everyone can afford such an expensive phone. They can only afford an expensive game console. Uh, wait, well, wait. They're I... less than $100 now. <laughs> and no data plan. Um, I like the, the NeoGAF thread title is awesome. So here's not the NeoGAF thread title. Only one PSN account per Vita. Cancel your pre-orders. Unsmiley face. Wait, wait. <laughs> I, I, no, I like the previous article, which was uh, memory cards too expensive. Right. Cancel your pre-orders. Yes. <laughs> More dollars. Cancel your pre-orders. I, I have a question for the uh, for the Vita, and I don't know if anybody's going to know the answer, but I can only have one account <clears throat> on my Vita. <clears throat> But oh, am I still able to talk to my PS3? Yeah. If so you... I can just get the games from there. Yes, but they'll be tied to 
No. I don't even know. No? What? I can log out of all users on my PS3 and still talk to my PSP. Yes. And transfer the games over without no, any but No, the games... You, you, you do need to transfer anything You over. have to authorize a game with PSN on your PSP. Like, it needs to get, like, the After I transferred key. it? Well, yeah, it has to download the encryption key somewhere. It downloads it to the PS3. To the PS3? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't tried. I never. Do- yeah, I, I download I, to I, the PSP directly, so I don't know. I actually use my PS3 as a as as a PSP hub, and every time I've ever tried to transfer any game from my PS from my PS3 to the PSP, it says you must be logged into PSN in your account to transfer this. Oh, there you go. Oh, we have knowledge. But okay, now that answers part of the question. So I need to be logged in on my PS3 to transfer it to my PSP. Mm-hmm. Yes. But once it's on my PSP. Do I have to be logged in? No. So this is so check this out. This is such a great Japanese FAQ. So there's a Vita event that just happened in Osaka where they they were letting people try the launch titles. And they gave them a little piece of paper. It's a catalog with a launch lineup of games and accessories. And there's an FAQ at the end. And the FAQ question is this. How many PSN accounts can be set up on a Vita system? Answer, only one account. If you want to use a different account, you need to format the system to factory settings. Doesn't that sound stupid? <laughs> you have to reset in order to re-log in. <laughs> you, know, you know what I hate about that? Is it's really stupid until I realized that I had to transfer my DS ID to my new DS. Well, that was just your online profile thingy, sort of. Yeah, it's but not if really I don't your do ID. That, but... my, if I don't do that, none of my games play online. No, they'll play online. You just um, you lose the, you the lose online all, you lose only records. Yeah. So you lose, What's, like, your friend list in Pokemon. Like, not your progress, but your friend list. You lose your friend list. You can't, connect to, you can't connect to the Dragon Quest Monsters Battle Challenge because your IDs don't match. It's kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. So I'm not really shocked that now the Vita is going to be a pain in the ass, too. So people are saying this makes the Vita functionality region locked with effects to digital content, and then there's the debate over whether or not you have to be logged in to play other regions' contents. But yeah. you know what's going to happen? This is going to be. Well, a nice you know, it, here's why it's region locked. You have to reset everything on your system in order to log into another account, right? Okay. So no matter what, you have to res- take everything off the system in order to get into that other account before you, know you can download that- the other regions' content. But how do you? Oh, wait, uh, you, you could save it to a card. PSP? Yeah, you yeah. could put it onto a card. Mm. It doesn't format your SD card or whatever. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right, more to be found later on this. Let's move on. Um, next question. What awesome augmentation is missing from Deus Ex Human Revolution that you'd like to see in the inevitable sequel? Ooh, good question. Uh, an ability that turns you red and makes you go three times faster. Why do you need to be turned red? Oh, it's an old Gundam joke. Mm. Jeez. I want Shining Finger, if we're going Gundam <laughs> jokes. <laughs> shining Finger or, or, or Shining Hand, either one. <laughs> yeah, you, you know which go. one? Um, I, I totally wanted that augmentation that they didn't that they gave to one of the mercenaries where he turned his hand into the minigun. Yeah, uh, here's, a, here's a good augmentation. Um, let me actually use the blade that's in my arm that only gets used in cutscenes. How about that? I got the perfect augmentation for that game. What? It's like an email reader. It more effectively reads emails and it puts in like 160 characters and gives you the gist. <laughs> like email client. Like, a, like a full email client that's not limited to four at a time. <laughs> that's what I want. That's the perfect augmentation. 
I mean, maybe, how about you just? How about one you just get to, just downloads like a list of all of the the people involved in the conspiracy and what all their motives are. <laughs> so you you want a Wikipedia? The wiki, yes. <laughs> you the want wiki. the, wiki, the wiki, wiki augmentation? Wiki augmentation. That, I, I'm going no. with the wiki augmentation. That, I, I just thought about this. I mean, we think about all these common augmentations, but what's the one thing? What do you spend the most time doing in that game? Hacking computers and reading and reading emails. emails. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think like you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. Let's move on. Oh, I watched the quick looks of the game shows this week on Giant Bomb. Oh, dear. Come on down. We oh. have this brand new 2002 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, do not buy Family Feud or um, or uh, Price is Right. Did you did you notice on the Family Feud one where they they put in Declaration of Independence and it didn't um, register Declaration of Independence that when he put it in it only um, saw the word the letters D E C and that's why it didn't <laughs> register as Declaration of Independence. Dick. So that's for people who are watching along at home. You could see where it failed. Wow, I'm boring people. New releases this week. What do we got? Anything new coming out? Mario Kart Seven. Oh, is it? Yeah, that is this week. Mario Kart Seven. What else is this week? Michael, there's snow in Dragonville. Mm-hmm. That's um, no patch four point, point three of World of Warcraft. Um, closer. Don't I'm just confirming the date right now. How about Fortune Street? This that week? Helps. Yes, this week. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what is Fortune right. Street? Itadaki Street it's for Itadaki the Wii. Itadaki Street finally for the for the North Americans. So this is not an RPG. However, it is Dragon Quest and Mario characters in one game that's based on Monopoly. So it's actually probably not that exciting of a game, but it's something it we've never had. Exciting. It's play it all the time. It's something we've never had in the US and now it's it, finally it is, here. It is so much exciting for me because I've actually finished the PSP one in Japanese. Wait, why does that make this one exciting for you? How often do I actually finish Japanese games? I, like, I, never. So that means you need to play what, the Wii game that's not on? related. This will be on the Wii. It's Mario, it's so it's Wii. So it's what, finally coming! So the Itadaki series is basically this weird Monopoly... At, oh, hold on. It's Monopoly got, where they stuck... Mm. Sorry, I just had um, Itadaki Street Music in my headphones from nothing, and I didn't know what happened. Um, it's hacking. It's hacking my head. Okay, so the Edaki. It's like Monopoly, but it always has Dragon Quest characters, and then it has um, uh, some other games characters. So it depends what they're doing for this particular title. They've had one with Final Fantasy characters. They've that was had, a PSP one. What else have they had? Yeah, Edaki Street Portable. I think that was. Yeah. Who else um, have they teamed up with? Quite a few. I'd have to look them all up. All right, I'm going to look it up right now. Edaki uh, okay. Street. We've had. Wow, there's a lot of these. I told um, you. Let's see. So the original one, I don't know who who was it. It doesn't say who who what you control as. Oh goodness. Let's see. Like what the heck is this? The second one is got characters called Yamanado Shinji, Kojima Koke. I who are these people? I don't know what these what these are from. You know, this is partly why they didn't sell that well. They didn't yeah. pick a lot of top name brands here. What I mean, are these pe- real people or are they fake people? Casino gambling's in there? Okay, I don't know. So whatever, I don't know what the second one's. Third one, it doesn't say. F- uh, the fourth one, which has the th- which is called Itadaki Street 3, was on the PlayStation 2. I don't know who was in it. Okay, so maybe the first, <laughs> maybe the first three or four don't have other characters, really. 
um, it was it was the the next one that it, was it Dragon was, Quest was and mostly, Final Fantasy you know, in Inigaki Street like... special for the PS2. Um, so the first one yeah. that teamed up with Final Fantasy was on PS2. Then they did Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy in PSP. Then they did Itadaki Street DS, which had the Mario characters on the DS in 2007. Which we didn't get. And then they had a mobile one, which was Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. And then they had Fortune Street, which is also known as Itadaki Street Wii and Boom Street in Europe. Um, Wait, we got yeah, one of them? You're, it's Bloody coming hell, out. Yeah. It's you're not getting, out yet. You're getting Fortune Street as Boom Street. You're getting it called Boom Street. Um, it was out December 1st in Japan, so it just came out a couple days ago. It'll be December 5th here and December 23rd in Europe. So you guys will be getting it too. Yep. I guess, hmm. Just, I guess just we two and a half it, weeks later than everyone else. <laughs> since so. we do consider it an RPG, there's more DLC for Magicka. Magicka, the wor- the uh, the only the, the stars, stars are left. The stars, the stars are left. Are... This is the Cthulhu themed expansion, which features exclusive content from. Well, I don't exclusive. They uh, they partnered up with uh, Cthulhu Saves the World developers, Zeboid Games, to put some Cthulhu Saves the World references into their Cthulhu themed expansion. So go get that. That's like five they, or six bucks. They had, it's yeah, it's six USD. They also put out a holiday spirit item pack and something called a horror props item pack. I've downloaded them, but I don't know what they do. You know what kind of annoys me for the Itadaki Street? What? They put the heroes in for the Dragon Quest games. It's like, we're going to take the generic hero and put him in the game. Oh, they should have the characters. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. I'm like, well, that's kind of neat. They're all going to look kind of the same. (laughs) I think the only ones that works for is five and eight. Um, you mean four? No, which one? Which games have a hero that's actually interesting? Visually well, distinct. No. Only Visually four distinct? and eight have okay. named ones. Uh, he's not named an eight. Or no, I guess it's the party is a hero. Yeah, maybe <laughs> the most visually distinct one is five. Yeah, well, is five? Oh, the one with yeah. the purple robe. Hold on, I have that on my shelf. Because he's royalty. Or, or he, do I? he tries to fake royalty, but yeah. He's royalty. I just realized... No, 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 he, he's, not, he's not, because when he comes into the palace, he has to disguise himself as royalty to act like he can do it to convince them to help him, and that's when they throw him in the dungeon. I have Dragon Quest 4, 5, and 6 on my shelf now. Thank you, <clears> Amazon <throat> Black Friday deals for 4 or something like that. But 4 isn't worth playing. I'm never going to play all these. Don't play 4. Why? Because it's boring as all hell. Isn't that Just what ask Anna how long it took her to finish the shop stage. Oh, well, she... Okay, she sucked. <clears throat> she didn't do well. Yeah, she did it completely... I, I she didn't did it wrong. <laughs> finish it that way. <clears throat> she did she, it that she, wrong. She did, but, she did it in a way you didn't think was possible. All right. The the Dragon Quest Four is take a character from level one to finish their story. Stop. Take another character from level one, finish her story. Stop. And do that four times, and then bring them all together for a ten minute. Ep- you you say that's hour. boring, but when that game came out, everyone told me that's the part of the game they liked. And then when it, they all came together, they said they get that's when it got really boring. <laughs> uh, well, you know, when it came out, we were all six years old, so who cares? No, when it came out on the DS. Oh well, you know what? They were dumb because okay. I thought it was. Dumb. <laughs> I, four, so that's the thing. Six, it's it's five, not like you haven't best. played Dragon Warrior 4 before, so I don't know why everybody was so shocked this is how it works. You know, I really liked 6 for a long time, and then it just I, I just petered out on it, and I need to I need to go back on it. 
Dragon Quest started to start. It started to drag. Yeah. That's like a twenty-hour game. Is it? Yeah. Oh Five wow. Five six quick. Oh, I I need to just finish six then. I'm a lot further along than I thought. Yeah, no, I mean, that was what I was annoyed at, except playing 7 and 8 for 100 hours, and then 5 and 6 being, like, 20-hour sprints. 5 is what? 5 is the best of the 3. 5 is the best of the 3. Well, I'm going to go finish 6 eventually, then. As soon as you stop playing Skyrim. (laughs) It's hard, you know, it's like, I can go finish Dragon... Oh, wait, Skyrim. Yeah... I can go and finish Dragon Quest whenever I like. (laughs) Yeah, I'll play Skyrim right now. But I can play Skyrim. Skyrim or Skyward? Sky, Skyward, Rim, anything. Are you going to play Skyward Sword? Uh, We already started playing Skyward Sword. Oh, we, I see. You have to play with the girls. We're trading off, Uh, yeah. You get it, we? We started playing. Oh, we would like to play. He's so funny. Let's, let's, I would like to start news. So let's get into the news. All right. There's news. There's news. I thought we were done. Holy crap. All right, check this out, guys. Breaking news today. Tons of great news. Oh, okay. He's Uh, kidding. You'll have to fill that in later. Okay, so, so at the end, we'll get that. First off, EverQuest 2 is going free to play in December. Why do you always read this upside down? Because Chris is awkward like that. Because I start from the Chris. It is December. I don't read it upside down, Mike. You need to sort by by date. If I'm supposed to sort by something, then you need to link. Well, source I by tried that to, but it doesn't work all the time. Delicious sucks. I need to switch to Pinboard, and I will eventually. All right. Or you can so, just type them out yourself. I'm not typing them out myself. <laughs> 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 not when I can. Not when I use a plugin to save you work. EverQuest Two is going free to play. Um, do we care about anything more other than it's going free to play? Uh, free free memberships, lowest level a silver memberships, one time purchase of five dollars or five hundred station cash, and that both of them let you get to level ninety and have access to all but the most recent expansion. Only players who create characters from eight of the games twenty oh you can only create characters from eight of the twenty four classes in EverQuest two if you go with the free or silver levels, and and only permit the four most popular races. The rest you can purchase individually. Um, that's something I think free that's players, hold on, hold on. Free players are also limited to adept and expert level skills, unable to equip legendary or fabled items, so it becomes silver so you can actually use your loot. And you free players also have limits on how much gold they can carry. Um, then if you become a gold level member, it's 15 bucks a month, you're subscribing, and then you can do whatever you want. All right, go ahead, Michael. Well, the thing I don't understand is what we want to do is we have four popular races, so we want a whole bunch more of those. <laughs> Isn't that weird? You should you should make them be the crappy you races. Be those those are the ones you can't play. You can't yes. be like everyone else. You have to play. The I like it. All right, Star Trek Online. Was, oh, wait, go ahead. There was also a impression of the new EverQuest Two expansion. Just that. Yes, throw it's that on in. the site. Go check it out. Uh, the latest expansion. See if there's any reason for you to go to EverQuest Two because I thought everybody quit that game. So I don't know what to tell you. There's a press tour. Fox plays slash. it. Who? Fox. Still? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. He's the one. <laughs> He's the one. Did he write this impression? No. no we, we should have. Oh, right. Kirith's doing our MMO stuff. Awesome. All right. right. Yeah, he's the new guy. What's Kirith's, like, name name? Let's continue. <laughs> he doesn't have a... <laughs> okay. Well, everyone else Karen, I call by I their think. actual name. Fox Karen Walsh. Karen? No, it's not Karen. <laughs> All right. That's what yes, it says on the thing. Karen Walsh. Oh, okay. Okay, whatever then. <laughs> we should continue. Karen Walsh, MMO specialist. Got there it. Go. Star Trek Online, free to Do play date. Do we have date. a bio up for him yet? Uh, for her? Or is it Karen? Star Trek Online. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, move on. 
<laughs> yeah, Star Trek Online is also going free to play, but then they decided not to do December because EverQuest 2 scared them because EverQuest 2 is actually better than Star Trek Online, so they're going to do it in January. Well, yeah, actually, that's probably true. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> January 17th. I, I personally would probably disagree, but whatever. Really? You, would, you thought you Star Trek Online is better than EverQuest 2? Probably wow. because the original EverQuest was better than EverQuest 2. Well, well that I understand, but... Star Trek Online is not good. Can't even go or, to Ryza. No, they made it. You can't it go to Ryza. Can you of... go to Ryza yet? Did they do that? Yes. You can, can go you to Ryza. Yes. Can you buy a Korgon? A what? The 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 oh, mate. Right. If the you thing. Know a See, you already said it wrong. Your nerd crit's gone. Oh, what is it? It's a Horgan. Horgan. Sorry. Horgan. I got the vowels right. Leave me alone. Can you, <laughs> <laughs> can you buy a Horgan? <laughs> you expect me to remember that? Seriously. That is yes. the, what do you go to Ryza to do no, if not buy a Horgon? Or a Corgan. Or a Corgan. <laughs> Wait, is that the race in Mass Effect? Corgan? That's Krogan. Krogan. Kro- okay. You go to Ryza, <laughs> you buy a Krogan. That's how it works. <laughs> then you take Rex home. Then <laughs> <laughs> you take Rex home. Or maybe you're trying to find the female Kro- Kro- Krogan. <laughs> That's why you're going to Ryza. Mm-hmm. Go away, cat. I'm going to put a clip on your face. All right. So, anyway, anyway Star Trek Online. Can... You can go to Rise on January 17th for free, and I will try to do so. And <laughs> let's see. How's it work? So, here's how their tiers break down. Um, those who choose to subscribe get a monthly allowance of 400 cryptic points in their accounts, and you buy costumes and ship designs and races for your bridge officers, and other account services, whatever those mean. Free members will be able to get access to all the game's sectors and missions and level up as high as paid members. Some limitations for free members are two character slots instead of three, a smaller inventory, and smaller credit storage limit. They will also have restrictions on in-game chat, forums, mail, and customer service. So if you're just playing to go sail to Ryza, a free account sounds just fine. Ouch. But don't even think about bitching about any in-game problems. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> to which anybody who hears you will say, what the hell are you playing Star Trek Online for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instead of ask, trying to help you with the problem. NIS announces a new action RPG. RPG. Uh, RPG. Oh, ooh, Legacista. That's a weird... Legacista? Legacista-sista? I don't know what this is. Uh, Legacista? Okay, that's what it's called. It will be pre- developed in conjunction with System Prisma. The team behind Cladoon. Legacista. Which is uh, Cladoon, if you remember, was short for Classic Dungeon and is a... Is that a roguelike or is it something else? I think it's so. It's not a roguelike. It's, it's not a roguelike. Actually, no, because what happens is is when you die, you just get half your gold and half your XP and you go outside and you have to do it again. So that's kind of like a roguelike, isn't it? It's no. Just, no, that's way more forgiving. You lose, it's a roguelike light? Oh, you lose nothing. No. Okay. What happened? Well, you get half of gold and half XP of what you would have earned if you finished the dungeon. Okay. Is Cladoon a true roguelike is permadeath, isn't it? No, or dropping to level okay, one. Okay, a true yeah. roguelike like, is like, yeah, starting over. It's but, like you died, you lost but, all your but items, this your is levels, everything. Like, compared to, like, what's it called? Azure Dreams on the PlayStation? Azure Dreams was a roguelike. But you didn't start over. Yeah, you lost all your items, and. Um, you lost. I don't think you. You well, could you make didn't progress though, right? Yeah. Yes. You but you but if you lost like your plus twelve sword or something, you were screwed anyway. Ah, oh, okay. 
awesome. So that's why roguelikes are fun, because it makes you hate yourself. That doesn't sound fun at all, actually. You told me to buy Azure Dreams, and I bought Azure Dreams, and then I put it in, and it's a roguelike. And I'm like, what did I get tricked into doing? This that was pretty evil. much it, yeah. <laughs> I loved Azure Dreams. I didn't yeah, think it was okay. I don't have the patience for a roguelike. I, you I, have the patience for Diablo 3. You can shut your mouth. What, do you, what does that have to do with roguelikes? You want to talk about patience and how much time you spend doing the exact same crap? Diablo 3? Different. Yeah. A game I haven't even played? Well, how much did you play Diablo 2? That's what scares me. Um, a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 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 I didn't lose progress when I messed up. Well, you don't lose all your progress. You could save. You told me. You just told me if you lose your sword, you're screwed. So, well, yeah. Don't all. lose your sword. Okay. <laughs> or don't lose your good sword. Which means don't die, right? Well, don't lose your good sword. Keep oh, your good so sword get a good sword and leave tab. it in your house and never use it. Only Got use it. it when you're going to fight bosses that you don't mind resetting for. Ah, uh, you can reset. Okay. It's a console game. Of course you can All reset. All right. Now I understand. Auto-save when you die. Now I get it, people. Now I get it. So in Legacista, Legacista, you, you can explore randomized dungeons with customizable characters. Alto, the main character, blah, 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 who cares, story. And six job types, real-time combat system. The par- party's characters will have varying abilities despite their customizable nature. In addition, the cat... Uh, excuse me. I'm, my cat's trying to destroy my camera. So. In addition, the cat will walk into the camera. <laughs> in addition, the game will include a stamina system for equipment in which gear slowly wears down as a dungeon is explored and may break if a character takes too much abuse. So, this it's is... It's like Claudin, except even more annoying. <laughs> even more annoying than Claudin. Is it still 8-bit? No. It looks like no. they moved to 32-bit. They finally to the real world. They look like really nice HD sprites and stuff. Oh, wait. Where's the gameplay? So, let's see. On the gameplay, yeah. Artistic, stylized, like indie game level, or indie game kind of artwork sort of thing, you know, because you don't see this sort of artwork commonly in normal games. Um, yeah. High-res graphics, lower-res pixel-style editing system. So, there you go. It'll come out in Japan next March. We know it's new. We don't know if it'll be good. We don't know if it'll come out of here. I can't be worse than Clauden 2. So, okay. I was interested in the Clauden games slightly. Are either of them worth playing? The first one seems to be more what people want to play because once you get through the uh, Clod hopping experience of going through the dungeons, there's a lot of random fun things to do. And they decided that was so much cooler than anything else. We're not going to put it in the sequel. So the, the dungeon part, that's the majority of the game at first in both games, is not what worth playing? It's kind of, I don't want to say tedious, but it's pretty close. Oh. All right, so I won't play that. I like the, the oh. music and environment kind of look, so. I know you like retro, but yeah. I think there are better retro games you can play. Like V, 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 V. That's an actual What? V, 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 V. That's a game. The letter V six times. Go look it up. Okay. Yeah, V, 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 game See, uh, my kids can say that name <laughs> <laughs> little king story vita announced for europe oh here you go you lucky europeans uh little king story um vita coming out sometime next year in europe there you go it's I a sequel to the first game and it's not coming out here yeah it is oh okay this is announced for europe because it's already been announced here well they don't make that clear so okay i for- totally forgot about little king story stuff here. That's because we looked up 3DS titles, not Vita titles. I want to save this next story for a little later because it's like the best story of the week. So we'll come back 
to that one a little later. Aww. Square Enix, ramping up for a new action RPG project. So, Ryutaro Ichimura, do you know him? Yeah, totally. He, he co-produced Dragon Quest Nine. Don't you have coffee know, with those guys? But... Okay. Anyway. He's, okay, so here's the story. This is real quick, guys. He's making a new action RPG. <gasps> Never! Yeah. I, I, I think... I think he's just upset that when he tried to make a Dragon Quest action RPG that everyone told him to go to hell. <laughs> and then, then they had to redo 9 completely, right? <clears throat> or was, was that No, 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 no. That was, all in, that was all in green light status. So they could just say, oh, actually, it turns out everyone who likes Dragon Quest hates us. We'll do what we're supposed to. Was it 9 that they debuted like that or 10 that they debuted yeah. as action RPG? No, it was, it was 9. Ten. 9 oh. was action RPG. It was supposed to be multiplayer, everybody doing everything real time. And everybody said, what the hell are you doing to our series? And so they said, nope, sorry, sorry. We, we meant turn-based. We did. Okay, and then they went okay. and made an MMO for the next one. Uh, <laughs> they didn't really stick to their guns on that. Like, you're right. This is a better idea. Oh, wait, no. We're going to make an MMO now. Well, well you see, it's not clear yet if it's still turn-based or not. Oh, that'd be cool, turn-based MMO. No one's I'd, done I'd, that. Yeah, it, it, it almost I'd like be daring to bet that it's. I'd be daring to bet that it's probably going to be like a bigger version of Nine System. All right, well, so that's Ten. We'll talk more to Ten when we actually have news about Ten. So this is a new action RPG from the Nine, one of the Nine, two Nine guys, along with Yuji Hora. What? Turn-based RPG, Wakfu and Dofus. Okay. I thought the big so. news about this RPG was that it was uh, Square Enix was licensed. Licensing the Unreal Three engine for it. Yeah, so it's an Unreal Why Engine is that Three big game. Deal? They've because done that they before. Don't... Well, and because it's just of the big that, news that's been going around. He the says, last remnant. I'm sorry, was that not the Unreal Three engine? But it wasn't an yeah, action RPG. That was RPG. the last time they did it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe this time they'll do it right. And the team says because they worked with Unreal Engine Three before, the the trial and error process is going extremely fast. We have a core team of 35 people right now, but really there's only a few people in each individual section. We have experience making RPGs, but not exactly with action RPGs. So we're going to so we're going to have a special need for people with extensive action experience as well as network experience because that's certainly going to be a feature in that game too. So there's going to be online. Um that's wait, cool. wait, 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 wait. What do you mean they don't have action RPG experience? Did they not do Kingdom Hearts? Uh they're all they're still Just working on Final Fantasy versus 13. Those people are otherwise occupied. And that, 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 that's all Nomura's team. And they're working closely. Me. They, they're basically yeah. saying our good team's over there, so we're going to go find new people. They're working closely <laughs> with our overseas staff to keep the game from winding up. Uh, so I think Japanese, Japanese studios have a tendency to make these good enough imitation backdrops when they're making a game set outside of Japan. So we're working closely with our overseas staff to keep the game from winding up that way. We're not trying to push... What we want to do on others, our approach is to gauge what gamers want right now and take that one step forward. That's why I've been traveling around the world for the past two years to fully investigate our potential user base. If anything seems off to the gamers in terms of art style or the test gameplay, we write detailed reports and rework the problem area. Now we're finally at the point where the foundational research and technology is pretty well set in stone. It's a new experience for me, but this trial and error approach is what I've set out to do from the start. So this is a game by I'm, Focus Group because that's that never. I'm pretty out. sure I've heard that same kind of rhetoric from just about every game developer in the last twenty years or so. Well, just the ones with lots of budget and time to travel around the world, asking people, "What do you want from a game?" and then they make a terrible game. Quite. But they got to travel around the world, so they got what they wanted. Uh, that's, that's true. <laughs> it's like you so. Know, the next like, game is going to be a soccer simulation, first-person shooter, uh, dating sim. From- yeah, with dating yeah, as as yeah. Dress, it needs the dress-up style from um, 
the crap. What's the name of the game on the DS? I, I don't know. Oh wow, there's Come a lot on, of V's in our chat room right now. <laughs> it's you did kind of set them off. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh, world's end with you. That's what it is. How many cats are in your house right now, Mike? Five. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait. Six. Six. Oh, my God. Sometimes I lose track of how many damn cats are. <laughs> That's a lot of cats. You don't have the infrastructure to support that many cats. Yes, we do. Okay. You must have up- upgraded. Yes, we have a very large laundry room. <laughs> you already had three litter boxes. I, could, I don't know how many you have now. Jeez. Five. Five. All right. So there we go. We're not going to seven because that's crazy. <laughs> we have five. Wait, what about six? <laughs> no, no, no. It's always supposed to be cats plus one. Okay. But I think with that many cats, it's just clean more often. Okay. Uh, cats plus. I'm glad I we only, had a cat report in the middle. I only of the have episode. one. I only have one litter box for my two cats. You're supposed to have three. Are they litter mates? <laughs> it's a litter mate. Yeah. Are they litter mates? Yeah. Okay, that matters. Oh, does it? Yeah, they're not going to fight over it because oh, they they've already grown f- up yeah, together. They don't fight, yeah. But if you got a well, they a do fight, but not cat, over that. Yeah. Then they would fight over the litter box. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. And then what happens? Well, no, because we had a mates. third cat, but then we had two litter boxes, and everyone was okay. So. Yeah, because the litter mates would share. Okay. Final Fantasy Type Zero already team already working on a Western version. So here's this is a weird one. So we do not have official confirmation that Final <clears throat> Fantasy Type-0 is coming out in the U.S. This is the the game that was... This was the Nova Crystallis game that was on PSP and was about like the angsty teenagers in a magic school, right? Yes. And now it got yeah. renamed to Type-0. I don't know if it's still about the angsty teenagers in magic school or not. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. Okay. It's also yeah, a, it still is. But this is the one that was looking really good, actually. Yeah, and yeah, we, we really is. want to see it come out here because it looks... You know, different, and we could really use that because the Final Fantasy brand is not well happy with people right now over here. So the the so there was a book. What do you mean over here? Over here. Oh, it's not happy in general. Not happy anywhere. Okay. Well, whatever. So there's Japan a book that like came out. Thirteen much more than we did. There's a book that uh, the Final Fantasy Type Zero Ultimania. I guess it's some sort of book they released in Japan. Um, in, they always release these. It's not a surprise. It's before the game came out, they release it? Oh, it, no, it, oh okay. The game already came out. All right. Ultimate, Ultimate Mania has come out since, like, Final Fantasy VIII. So. What is that? Yeah, I have a couple I of them. I don't know. What what are they? I, I've never heard they're of these. Just little, they're just little guidebooks and stuff like that, but also I think they usually have, um, like, revealing interviews. And, like, Nomura, I think, it ends up dropping, like, additional plot information about Kingdom Hearts and the Kingdom Hearts ones. Oh, it's kind of like they take a postmortem and realize what they forgot to put into the manual or the books or the or the like a website small, and Like put a it small version book. of the Xenogears Perfect Works sort of thing? Perfect Works was kind of more about art, but oh, yeah. okay. Well, they had like yeah, a Yeah, sometimes they do have arts. I think, I think I have a couple of the it, It's, a, it's a combination between a guide, an art book, and a behind-the-scenes look. Okay, so in this one for Type Zero, uh, there's an interview with uh, who? They don't say who. There's an interview the with some guy, <laughs> one of the producers, I guess. Says there's a tidbit about working on an international release, um, it, specifically that they're already working on it. And yeah, so, yeah, and see what what confuses people is ninety percent of the time they release Final Fantasy here, and then they rename that the international version. 
Yes. So what that makes everyone think is, OMG, they're making Type 0 International. They must be making our version as well. But Square Enix won't say anything. So they could just be making an international version that doesn't get released internationally? Is what that's you're why people are confused. I, 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 no, I'm, they, I'm confused. I'm confused. So well, that's is the there, thing. Is like, here, here's, let me just ask you this. Is there a chance they will make a version that's called international and only release it in Japan? No. Okay. Doubt it. So there, this that international version no should because come out somewhere no else. Change. Yeah. If it's still in production. They, they could have canceled it since this book came out. This interview could have been four months ago. Yeah. Okay. You know, so now they're saying, yeah, we're working on the international version. They could have said, you know what, maybe we're not. Okay. So this doesn't mean that much, but there's a chance. Of course, then again, it, it, this this is still a mainline Final Fantasy title, so it would be odd if it didn't get released right. in the West. Square Enix has been very quiet about it. Quiet is good, is what we've learned late recently. Um, not with Square Enix. They always tell someone that it's coming. And so far, well, granted, their PR is completely different now. But no one knows anything about Type-0 right now. That's why we get these stories of like, oh, it's coming, but we have no idea. (laughs) Skyrim. Got it. It pretty well in Japan. Unlike uh, recent Final Fantasies. So in Famitsu... Skyrim got a 40 out of 40 review score. That's a perfect score in Famitsu. Only the 17th game to ever earn such a score. Oh, yes. Clearly, clearly Obsidian bribed that out oh, of them. shut up, man. <laughs> yes! Some people in Japan like this game. I feel validated. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, yeah. wait. all right. Wait, wait, wait. First, we, don't we have to kill the nerd cred for Obsidian? Oh, yeah, sorry. Bethesda. Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> they, I had Obsidian on my head. They for some look reason. the same because of the bugs. You can't. You can't. Oh. You know. <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna buy this game, but now that Family now that Japan likes it, likes it it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Japan likes it. It's it's, it's just sold now. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a big deal. It's the first Western game to get a forty out of forty. So. As I said, clearly, if you believe all the stuff about Famitsu, the only way they got 40 out of 40 is Bethesda bought the score. Oh, I thought that course. was how Famitsu worked. Well, if you could just buy a score, there'd be a lot more than 17, I think. Well, no, they'll well get that depends how much they score. charge for the score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You it, need Fallout New Vegas cash to... Well, let's, yeah. let's recall, Final Fantasy thirteen got 39. It's not like they hated it. Oh, that's right. So, okay. Well, you know, and, neither did I. I liked Final Fantasy thirteen. so... Well, and you also have to remember that Square Enix could crap out crap, and Famitsu always gives them a good score. There's a good score, and there's hey, 39. Hey, now, did they give them, uh, what did they give Dawn of Mana? Do you really want me to look that up? Uh, can you? <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of the games I've got that was made by Square Enix was given a 28 or something. It should be... Dawn of Mana should have gotten, like, a 15. Dawn of Mana, 30. My cape, my point has been proven. No, thirty is bad. Thirty is bad. In Famitsu, yeah. In Famitsu, anything bad? less than thirty-two is bad. Uh, yeah, they're they're like uh, RPG fan or something. Anything below eighty percent isn't worth playing. Pretty much. Yeah. So, what other bad Square Enix games? <laughs> what did Last Remnant get? Um, Enough. Boy. 
38? Are you kidding me? Wow. Hey, I didn't, I didn't think the Ryzen was that bad. Well, which version was it, the PC or the 360 version? <laughs> Good <for that>? question. <laughs> well, they don't do 360s in Japan, so... So well, it's probably they the PC. do do 360s in Japan. All right, all right, fine. I was just trying to make a joke, but it is the 360 version. They don't. Oh release... no, wait, no. The game I was thinking about did get 32. They don't release Final Fantasy on 360 in Japan. Because uh, um, they're not going to waste their money. Or did they ever port that? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, so Skyrim got got a good score, but Skyrim all was not good this week in Skyrim because Patch 1.2 came out, which fixed things like dead people showing up to your weddings. And was... Ooh, bad thing to fix. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> what was the big fix in one two? It wasn't the dead people in the wedding, right? It, it was it was the uh, the save file thing on PS3. Oh, that's, yeah, if you had too many saves on your PS3, the game would start like deleting them like randomly, it, or, or I don't know. It, it, it was doing a thing where the, every time you saved on the PS3, it um, the file size would grow oh, of your gosh. save, and it was causing massive lag. Yeah. Improved, as they put it, improved occasional performance issues resulting from long-term play on the PS3. <laughs> on, 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 on That's the a very PC political version. way to phrase that. <laughs> the biggest thing they fixed on the PC version was the random crashes. <laughs> yeah, they're not all done, I don't think. <laughs> they got more. <laughs> I, I'm sure there are more random crashes where those came from. Uh, let's see. Dragon corpses clean up properly. Okay. So one of the nice things that they added is now dragons sometimes fly backwards. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I love that's, this that's feature. A, <laughs> it's a great feature. That is a good feature. I, when I, I first know, saw the... I can't, I can't decide which one I want more. Dead people at my wedding or dragons flying backwards? I think you want dragons flying backwards. <laughs> I kind of do. I laughed for a good 10 minutes when I saw the videos. <laughs> I have not had this happen, um, but I don't have the shout that you need to make it happen, apparently. So that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And there's other issues, too, right? There's got to be something else. Uh, besides the PS3 issue, oh, there's some lag also continuing for some people. Oh, the in-game resistances. So, like, you got lots of fire resistance, and you go fight a fire dragon. Apparently, it ignores your resistance, and you get barbecued. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's bad, too. <laughs> that's a good skill to work on until it doesn't I just work. I just don't have resistances, so I'm used to not having resistances anyway, and dragon fights just seem to get really hard. So, I need to get resistances, maybe. Well, actually, you don't because they don't work. Well, they don't work. You're right, so I don't need them. <laughs> so you're good to go. I am good to go. I just need to find a way to live more. This is Skyrim, Chris's version. I I, I, I do struggle with fighting the dragons right now because they are taking my health down. You can't dodge or get out of the way of a breath attack when they start breathing on you. So I need to figure out a way to deal with that or heal better or something. Used to be resistances, so... <laughs> That's not an option to me. Well, and I can't just put resistances on my equipment because to actually get to the point where you can do enchanting and put your own resistances on, it's actually kind of hard. And uh-huh. So I don't know. Whatever. Well, the, the one thing I found that... Um, is oh, it's not hard. Be- you have to choose not to put points in other things. Sorry, go ahead, Roy. Well, the one thing that I I don't like about Skyrim or just Elder Scrolls enchantment system in general is that say you have an enchantment on a piece of equipment that you want to apply to something else, but the enchantment but the enchantment that's on the thing you want to you're going to get is on a really cool looking piece of equipment. You have to destroy the cool looking piece of equipment in order to be able to learn that enchantment, which is a counterintuitive system. 
Because it, it's devoiding you of being able to get the cool-looking piece of equipment and the enchantment. Or you could just suck it up. Hmm. Well, but, I just, um, I just, destro- wait, I destroy just everything. You could looking gear with the enchantment and deal with it. Unless I actually need it, like necklaces, I destroy everything I can. Like, the first thing I do. Oh, I can destroy that. Boom. I'll learn it later. <laughs> <laughs> this is Chris's thought process. Destroy, <laughs> yes, destroy, like... destroy, destroy, destroy. To me, it's more important to have a full list of enchantments that I can cast than actually having gear with those enchantments on it. <laughs> I don't need gear. I have enchantments. I, I want an enchantment. That's my goal. I'm that kid. Um, well, uh, you know what, what I've actually been having fun doing is now that I've gotten, I've gotten through this main storyline, so I have no qualms about going through it cheating completely. <laughs> you didn't have any qualms cheating you anyway. You were cheating before that. <laughs> Not the point. Point thing is that um, <laughs> I make this clarifying point that doesn't actually clarify. Um, that, uh, now I'm playing through the thing as a Nord mage wearing the same outfit as Sheogora. Oh, that's a spoiler. But I'm when going to get his outfit. I didn't know you could get his outfit. You, you, you have to have. You used to use console commands on the PC to get it. Oh, I, I want Sheogora's outfit. His I don't think you can awesome. do it on the console version. But <laughs> yeah, but now I have a mage in a rainbow outfit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. It's do you have the cane too? Yeah, I have Wobba Jack. Oh. Holy crap, you guys are nerding out. You don't understand. <laughs> Sheogorath is awesome. Manny, Sheogorath awesome or not? I don't know if he's Scottish or what. <laughs> his, a- his accent's a bit weird. I'll grant you that. <laughs> Sheogorath is one of my favorite Elder Scrolls characters. And now I have a Nord that looks like him. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Can you actually get Wabajack legitimately? Yes. Okay, I'll have to find that. Y- y- you find him in the Blue Palace. No, 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 don't tell me. I want no, to find it. Bad. I want to find it myself. Nope, too bad. You already know I have 800,000 hours of Skyrim to play. Don't take one moment away from me. <laughs> Did you play Dragon Age like this? Uh, I haven't finished Dragon Age. I need to. But Dragon Age is... Right after Skyrim. Yes, I did. <laughs> if you're wondering if I if I pursue side quests in Dragon Age, yes, I do. I'm kind of wondering at this point if you're going to finish Skyrim by the time Diablo 3 comes out. I don't know. Because then uh, we're just not going to see Chris for a year. <laughs> I should grow a beard that I don't shave till I finish Skyrim. November's over. You missed your chance. Oh, darn it. All right. So Wait, let's you're see. You're your Diablo here. Oh my goodness. My Those are so bad. What is that you, a thing? Yeah, yes. it actually is. Oh, how's this work? Fan site. You, you just grow a beard, grow a you take beard a while waiting for Diablo 3. But you would have you had to start it while waiting. Like, right. No, no, no. They're, they're still pushing you to do it now because you're well, still what's waiting. What's the point now? It doesn't to signify anything in particular. It's just, to I grew a beard. Yeah, but this is, I grew a beard. Here's a picture of it. <laughs> what's the point of that? Um, Hype. It's the point of any of this. Mm. Oh, Chris, um, there, there was one story for Skyrim that we don't have on our list for this week. That um, starting in a, uh, January, when yeah. um, Skyrim's uh, creation comes out for the PC and all the mods start coming out, um, what they're going to do is they're doing a uh, deal with a um, the Steam Marketplace function for Skyrim, where you can just choose what mods you want to. And um, Steam will directly install them for you. Oh yes, will, that is that is a, that is a cool announcement about how the mods work. 
Yeah, people will be able to do um, upload their mods to Steam, and oh Steam gosh. will directly install them for you. Somebody's making because, a lot of noises on my machine. <laughs> because I can tell you that um, unless you're installing the texture packs, which is just retextures of armor, installing some of the mods can be a real pain in the butt right now. Some of them require you to go in and edit files and things like that, and now Steam will do it for you. <laughs> Starting in January. Sorry, I'm I'm having a conversation. Somebody on the panel has chosen to. Um. <laughs> I want <laughs> Michael to be distracted. <laughs> Michael's causing issues. So, so here I'm going to sh- shock you all. Can you actually grow a beard? Yes. But I don't think it okay, looks good. Okay, that's shocking. I haven't me tried. Right I, no, I haven't fully done it. I've just gotten to the first stages where I'm like, I think I could do this. But I don't want to though. I think it. it would be terrible looking. See, now here's the thing: is now you actually have to worry about that. Before you didn't have a girl to kiss, so it was okay. But now you yeah, actually have to no, consult with someone. No, I do have to consult. Yeah. Hmm. That's tough for you. South Park RPG being written by the show's creators. This yeah, but it's being be coded by Obsidian. Obsidian. Oh, uh, it sounds awesome. It sounds incredibly awesome. Have you guys seen the new thread? Stay, oh, stay classy, just... Obsidian. Stay classy. Um, no, I haven't. They will, because South Park is awesome. How does it work? I, now, uh, I, won't, I won't be playing this because I'm one of the people who doesn't appreciate much of South Park's humor. But for those who are, See, what is it that, that you're going to enjoy with, with this Obsidian RPG? What's in the NeoGAF thread? Tell me about it. All right, sure. Uh, to break it, I'll just read straight from Joystick. They have a quick little breakdown. Uh, to break it down, players of the South Park game will be, well, nah, screw them. Okay, so, um, like, wait, who said this? It doesn't matter. It's the this first is the game. the best story ever. <laughs> who said what? I don't, we haven't no, said I was, was going to say. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> this time I said, who cares? I just went on with my own thing. Okay, so anyway, this is the first game that apparently Parker and Stone are directly uh, involved in. Writing a script in the dialogue, which is interesting, considering how many South Park games have it been. Have uh, there been that many? Yeah, there have since oh, the Nintendo sixty four. Been on for oh, oh. the uh, the Nintendo's. I seem to recall the the South Park game for the Nintendo sixty four was described as one of the worst games ever produced ever. Awesome, like Superman sixty four. Yeah, that kind of level. <laughs> awesome. I believe com- I believe comparisons were made at one That's point. That's an achievement. Actually, beyond the beyond, <laughs> is it deadly time? towers. So, uh, yeah. So you play the new kid in town, <laughs> and, and the new kid is completely customizable. You get to choose who you are. Uh, your goal is to fit into this, just like to fit in into school and with all the kids in town. And <laughs> well, that's going to happen. <laughs> How is that going to work? And uh, Carmen helps you choose your class. Apparently, there's like five different classes: wizard, paladin, adventurer, rogue. The whole game is in two D. Uh, oh, your character has a smartphone that acts as the primary game menu and it has a Facebook-like app showing the number of friends you have and your current standing with various kids and factions. I mean, uh, Can I have uh, Robo from our site, he seems pretty excited because uh, it's using the, the Dungeon Siege 3 engine, which is like Obsidian's non-buggy engine because they did it themselves. Wait, See, that oh, wait, uh, that, that statement wait. makes no sense. <laughs> because the th- Obsidian made it, it's not buggy? Well, no, uh, I it think... seems like, though, isn't it the thing? They, they, they do very poorly with other people's engines. Oh, you, that's a good point. I never thought of it that way. 
Yeah, I think they actually understand. Well, here's a question. Whose engine was Alpha Protocols? Wasn't that Sega's? Okay. I don't know. Because Sega started that project and then Obsidian finished it. Okay. Sort of. But Alpha Protocol wasn't that buggy. Okay. They finished it with a dull dagger. So the game is like this, this weird, um, like a. Man, he's trying a, to keep us on track. And I know. Doing it's our a Final best. Fantasy hybrid. Like, think of like Final Fantasy or Paper Mario. He's going to keep us on track until he has to figure out who said that thing. Yes. <laughs> so it's it a Final cool. Fantasy hybrid, you said? No, like, so you see enemies on screen and then you fight them. And then when you run into them, you fight them. Okay. So sort of like, like on this typical Final Trigger. Fantasy grid, yeah. except it's sort of, uh, it has like Paper Mario or Mario and Luigi kind of mechanics where you, uh, you can well time attacks and more and Luigi, by the way. Is it just me or am I getting kind of like the same vibe we got from the two penny arcade RPGs? Yeah, it sounds like a game made by people who's a fan of Super Nintendo era RPGs and like wants to see certain elements show up in it, which is good. Um, in South Park. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm the South Park part might ruin it for me. You know, now that you just mention it, that actually this actually does have like a lot in common with those penny arcade games, like the first two. Yeah. I was thinking yeah, of, I'm, with, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it because I like RPG. South Park. Hmm. I'm so confused. It's going on. It'll be out I on 360, PS3, and PC. You don't want to worry about being friend, being popular? I don't want to be friends with Cartman. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you can... That's just... kind of the point, though. You find out he's the ultimate villain. Oh, oh that would be work. That would be work. I hope he grows really big it. and... Well, they've got an image up on this on this page here, and it looks like he shows up as a wizard in it or something. But I don't maybe know. you can class them or something. Yeah. Why? What is Butters doing hanging out with the main crew? Is he hang out with them all the time now? You haven't watched the show in years, right? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> Butters is in there a lot. Is he? Southparkstudios.com. You can watch all the episodes for free. No, no thanks. Uh, only if you're in America. <laughs> Did you get paid for that? <laughs> yeah. Use coupon code RPGamer for a free 15 <laughs> It looks like so you'll hang out no, with free. Jesus, Satan, and some sort of half pig, half something monster. Oh, that's Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you really haven't watched the show at a lot. That was from the Al Gore episode. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Excelsior. Oh, and there's a dragon in there somewhere. Cool. <laughs> I'm super serial, guys. Oh, now I'm I gotta play it. Super serial. This game is gonna be awesome. All right. Manny, you like South Park right along with me? <laughs> yeah. Seen them all. South Park has been on the air since 1997, as as and was recently renewed through 2016, which That's guarantees awesome. at least 20 seasons. So they still got a way to go to catch up to the Simpsons. But since the Simpsons so you will can't be ending, catch the Simpsons until when, oh, they, they are, they're ending. When? Um, I thought it was next year or something. No, I think they got renewed again. Oh, I, so I didn't think they agreed to end it like in a year or two. They've agreed to end As it. As of October 6th, the next season will likely be its last, was the story. Is that changed? It says likely, which means until they realize they have nothing else to put on I'm, Sunday night, and then they keep running it. Because like people want more money, and Fox doesn't want to keep paying them more money or something like that? Yeah, but then they come out with this crap, like the Allen show, and they have to make more sense. Oh, Gregory Allen is so bad. Oh, my God, it's bad. Okay. It's so bad. Who thought that was good? There will be at least 25 series of Simpsons. Sorry, go ahead. You know what was the awesome, though? It was uh, Bob's Burgers. That was good. I don't think you and, I never you and Noodles like a Bob's Burgers. I watched it once and thought they were all idiots. Oh, no. no if you would have well, gotten to the episode, if you would have got to the episode that parodied uh, The Shining, you would have fell in love with that show. 
So it's only good when they parody stories they don't write themselves. No, no, no. That was like the second episode. It was just – it was brilliant that they did that it. That didn't so answer my question at all. <laughs> no. I, I, you were saying it's only good when it parodies. I said no. They just actually happen to do that one particular episode so well that you see the strength of their comedy writing and then just continue down on forward. Okay. So okay. is this another thing where if you don't like the style, you're going to take two seasons of character investment before you get to know the characters and then you start appreciating all the fun stuff Bob's they Burger? do with the characters? Is that like the idea there or no? Osberger didn't no, no. Up. By the second episode, it's great. It's great. It's, it's okay. rolling. But it's it's canceled already, right? No, it's not. It's been oh, renewed for second yeah. season. Where do you find it? On Fox. On Fox. Uh, oh. Sunday's animation block on Fox. Is that what they do? <laughs> That's just what they do when people don't watch Sunday Night Football, which is why I've never seen it. Ah, okay. Got it. But yeah, don't watch Gregory Allen. That's, yeah, Alan Gregory is awful. I don't know what that is. All right. Infinity Blade like 2. A, yeah. It's like a seven-year-old who is so posh he can't oh, even Oh, that. Bed. That's not good? That's you thought awful. it would be? Yeah. Like you assumed that would You watched the commercials. How did you think it was going to be good? The, well, I was hoping it would be because the concept means they could be funny. No. They basically no. rag on every stereotype they can find, and then he actually doesn't learn anything, and it's another week of the same thing, and you're just like, why don't you just shoot him now and not worry about it anymore? This is why I don't watch any TV show, for the most part. See, this is why Sunday Night Football exists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, who is time for TV? I've got games Football. to play. It Like Infinity Blade 2 on my iPad, iPhone, iOS devices. Infinity Blade 2 is... Infinity Blade. Infinity Blade 2 is out. It's $7, and it's selling really well. Average a four-and-a-half star review on iTunes, and it's out. So this is... Uh, if you remember, Infinity Blade is, is like RPG Punch-Out. So learn patterns, dodge stuff, attack enemies, get experience and arm and and gold and stuff to buy new equipment and level up your dude so and the sequel's out it looks even prettier i was playing a little bit of it on my iphone 4 but not uh, my iphone 4s and it's pretty and that's all i can say it has a story now that was weird i started up and there's like a story the characters are named so no more of this dying and then your son takes over stuff like in the first one and there's like a novel now for the game and all this stuff a short novella. A short novella. Yeah, that's right. I went to the iTunes store to and to see how much it was costing. It was like two ninety nine. It must be short. And apparently, it's like it is. a comic book. <laughs> yes. Two ninety nine. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> the game's only seven bucks. Why am I going to buy a book for three? <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise, you have no idea who the two characters on are when you who boot cares? up. Like, who it's are these punch people? out. You're right. It doesn't matter. You start it's out really strong, effect. so I assume if I play long enough, I'm going to lose all my equipment or something. Um, I hope it's less than castroided. 20 minutes. Say what? You're going to get castroided. Ca- what? Oh, castroided. like Oh, like castrate, but Metroid. Got it. Got it. Right. Castroided. Right. Yes. You've never heard of that before? No, I haven't. Wow. I've never heard it phrased that way. <clears throat> yeah, that's what happens in every Metroid game. But yeah, no, I... yeah. Which is, they take away your manhood. But I mean, she, it's a girl. <laughs> or your womanhood, apparently. <laughs> and okay. by that, I mean a big cannon. A big cannon. All right. <laughs> uh, and apparently there's some bugs in the game. So there's that's a story, too. But uh, I just want to point out that it was out. Okay. We've got a staff review of Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Up. Four out of five. Anyone want to comment on that? No, we'll talk about when we get to now playing. So just go I read that review Skyward if you Sword. need a review for Skyward Sword. What? I don't have Skyward Sword. Well, why not? It's a Zelda game. Because I'm poor. 
Oh. I ran out of money after buying my phone. <laughs> ah, I see what happened. <laughs> my phone is very pretty. We were getting close to the point where I could... Well, no, we still needed an unlock, so... All right. Well, uh, every you time Chris made the right tries choice. to use Siri, it doesn't work. I actually have 4G now. Yeah, that is that is nice. All right. Let's see. Siri, are you there? I'm sorry, Chris. I'm afraid I can't answer that. She says she can't answer <laughs> if she's here. So, Siri, are your network services available? Sorry. I don't understand. Siri, are your network services available? Well, I, I think that's close enough to working. I think you slurred. What year did Call of Duty 3 come out? Sorry, Chris. I can't check your call history. No, not... Th- <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I get the feeling that there must be entire podcasts of talking to Siri. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> All right, I'm going to let that go. Um, all right, guys, time for the big... Oh, what? oh, here we go. We should have a five-minute segment of what can you ask Siri. No, let's, let's not. On the no, next show. That's on the next show. Yeah, we'll always delay that show, that one to the next show. All right, so yeah. North American... Are North American. North Americans are very happy this week because the latest bit of news that came out... Um, was it Friday? NAFTA is over? Yeah, NAFTA is over. <laughs> no, you said North Americans. <laughs> No, this is this news for all of North America. Because gosh darn it, the campaign worked. Xenoblade is coming to North America. Oh, I strongly oh, doubt, okay. strongly doubt that um, Rainfall had anything to do with that. Oh, give me a break. You can't Metacritic. take that away from them. And Chris, more specifically, it's coming to the U.S. and Canada because I seriously doubt and Latin America into Spanish. It's coming into Latin America as well. Are they translating into Spanish too? I saw that somewhere. Well, I think they might just be releasing it in Latin America. Just making this up as you go, or no? I saw that yesterday in all the tweets. Oh, then it must be true. (sighs) I'm gonna go tweet that cows fly. Will that make it true? (laughs) No, because you know that only pigs fly. Oh, I just heard that Jackie Chan died on Twitter. (laughs) Oh. Chris just got owned by the internet. <laughs> I'll just wait for you to finish. We never finish. I don't with know, you. man. I'm just gonna take part- Spider-Man's late in party. He's gonna go play Superman 64. All right. So for those of us who didn't wait, this is kind of like, oh, maybe I should have waited. But we're gonna get the game up to a year before everybody else does. So have you finished it? No. Okay. <laughs> So I'll still finish it before you. Yes, probably. Because <laughs> it's a big, long game. It's like really good. So... It's almost like Skyrim. Yes. Um... I see what happens when you play big, long games that are good. What? You don't finish them. Right. But then well, that's, that's true about big, long games that aren't good. To try to do bad games like White Knight Chronicles. Yes. I don't no- understand. Notice I have not continued my quest of finishing White Knight Chronicles. What was that too? game you wanted to play that everyone hated? Pre-order Xenoblade today from GameStop ships to U.S., Canada, and Latin slash South America. I heard this was exclusive to Nintendo.com and GameStop. Yes. That's what I've heard, which is why it's like, what? So I guess it won't be in Spanish. Well, maybe the subtitles are in Spanish. I forget. I'm Um, not going to be the joke that came to my head. Well, if, if Nintendo USA is doing the work for it, seeing as how reluctant they are to bring it over in the first place, they're probably just going to say, like, run it through Google Translator. 
No, I'm just trying well, to figure out what they're even keeping they the British voice actors. Well, that they're makes not sense. Doing any work? I don't know why it takes them till April to release a game. They have to put a new disc cover on. Yeah, there's already Spanish subtitles in Xenoblade. Hey, I was gonna say, hey, look, now you know how we feel. So you know, it'll be if you're in Latin no, America. No, we have to put use in all your stupid words. Oh my gosh, if you're in Latin American, can read European Spanish, you'll be fine. I only learned <sighs> European Spanish, so. <laughs> Today on the RPG cast, Sabin One Thousand One got owned by the internet. Thank you, Sarah, for tweeting that. Okay, so people, are, yes, Z- Operation Rainfall's out, people. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry, oh, but Rainfall Operation had Rainfall's three games, out. So we got one. Uh, I'm sorry, I meant to say Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out April <laughs> of 2012. <laughs> Operation Rainfall is 33 percent successful. I only want it to be 66 percent successful because honestly, I don't care about Pandora's Tower, and. Um, yeah. yeah, they were also think, trying to do the last their... story, weren't they? Yes, that's the one I well, want. The last to... story is what do we want? Because yes. it's well, apparently Xenoblade's the better game, so that's the one to get. See, this is what I didn't like about Rainfall. So they're like, let's just pick three games we're not going to get and whine about them. They didn't just go with one. Well, they want all three. Who cares? They wanted their goal was to get RPGs on the Wii. They, let's get the Why? three the three RPGs that people like in Japan let's, on the Wii. Let's look at the Nintendo console. What do you mean? Why Super it worked? Nintendo? All right, we got one of them. So what are you let's complaining about? Let's look at the console since the Super Nintendo and count the RPGs on our hands. I, I don't know what your point is. If you bought a Nintendo system for an RPG, you're an idiot. It's Chrono Trigger. <laughs> console. Console. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. Since the Super Nintendo. Since, Since the, the Super Nintendo. Okay, so the N64 and GameCube had bad RPG. Oh, yes. Who cares? If, if so why would you buy Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, Skies of Arcadia. I'm, I'm talking we can count how many there are. Yeah, and, and we're not, and, and Nintendo wasn't going to release any of them. So now we've got some of them. That's a good thing. Why is that not a good thing? Why are you criticizing the fact that people want some good games that are in Japan to come over here? Nintendo's the only one who can bring them over? Let's get them. I'm criticizing the fact that you're focused. Say what, Mike? Like you said, who who cares about Pandora's Tower? They should have focused on Xenoblade and maybe The Last Story. They should have focused on those and had a better impact. I don't think... Um, adding Pandora's has lessened their impact in the. In the I think slightest. it does lessen their impact. It just shows a bunch of you know. Well, we just want everything. Mike, who well, have you been hearing in the? Oh, yeah, they want everything. All three games. What a what a what a terrible thing to ask for. They, hey, three games and an RPG. And most of their for, efforts have been over uh, Xenoblade this year. Right, because the last story is when. Don't know. Not, exactly. Not out yet. Exactly. Not even out in Europe yet. So why would you focus on not releasing something that's not released? I, oh my gosh! Because it's been announced for release in Europe. Uh, whatever. Listen, they, they organized it a long time ago. This is the same thing. Like, what you're criticizing them for including Pandora's Tower is like me criticizing um, Torchlight for having land play. Who cares? It was their prerogative. I'm <gasps> saying it. Chris flip flopped. <laughs> I'm a flip flopper. <laughs> I know he totally flip flopped. <laughs> so apologist. that argument works when it's something you care about. <laughs> That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was actually considerably easier than I expected. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's like, who cares, dude? If you, I'm going to use land play. Whatever. I'm from Pandora's Tower. It's great. I'll play. Because I got land basted for that land play stuff. I had to change my position. Oh. Get it? Oh, so that's all it takes is oh, I said lamb basted, but you're right. Land basted. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought you, you said lamb basted. That's awesome. <laughs> I 
thought it was a clever pun. I'm like, man, this guy's on fire tonight. I'm on fire <laughs> tonight. Oh, oh my god, we've been podcasting too long. We've been podcasting so long. <laughs> so it's tonight. dark outside. All right, so Xenoblade's coming. It, um, everyone it celebrate. It is dark outside. Okay, oh, wait. time zones. All right. Wait, wait, this is America. This is the only part of the world that matters. Seriously. Yes. Uh, okay. I, I want to know how many operations start up in Europe for every RPG you don't get. Not a lot. In all honesty. Exactly. A lot of only people whining are, on. Only I don't know, we Facebook are important enough that we would actually start campaigns for games we don't get. We've had like two series campaigns like this: the Mother Three one and this one. That's not that. And many. the Mother Three one didn't work. The Mother Three one Mother failed. 3 didn't work. Yeah, and they, yeah, they still think it's going to work. No, it's not going to work. People, people, you know what they're everyone's saying now? Mother Three should be an, a 3DS Ambassadors exclusive. <laughs> That's like the thing now. Yeah, so if you bought the 3DS early, that that's going to make people happy that early buyers of the 3DS are the only ones who get Mother 3. I just, that one makes me laugh. You know, I feel like in a, in a strange way, this is sort of like uh, how you can never negotiate with terrorists because as soon as you do, everyone starts coming to you with open hands. You can, I don't know if Nintendo can agree to every oh single, or they can even admit that Project Green. How does Nintendo this become a This is a freaking business that people are asking to release a product. This is not terrorism. I want Mother 3 now. <laughs> yes. You will t- yes. <laughs> we will boycott this game if we don't get Mother 3 now, and I want the gold controller, and I want the... I want the gold controller. It's a gold controller for Mother 3? Yes. I don't know. Oh, Play we like. should, guys, we, should, we need to kick up the pace. We need to move into our now plane. I'm sorry. We are done with all our news. Okay. Chris, are you saying it was excessive that we spent an hour and a half on feedback? We didn't spend an hour and a half on feedback. Oh my I God. blame Modern Warfare. Well, excuse me. Call, <laughs> yeah, we did. Call of Duty 3. <laughs> my mistake. I, I sure hope we didn't, but that scares the heck out of me. Okay, so let's get on to what we we've did. been playing this week. <laughs> we, we started we, late. We, we, well, we we started fifteen minutes. Well, I guess we put an hour fifteen. I'm okay, saying. we're gonna we're, and we're wasting even more time talking about the time we wasted. So let's get on to uh, let's get on to the That's... games we played. Um, who do, wants to do, go first? Someone volunteer, please. Do, 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 the one do. making noise. Right. Uh, yep, so, Manny, you're up. I've been playing Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Three. It's a great game. <laughs> I recommend it to everyone on the internet. Uh, it was awesome. Fantastic. RP gamers in particular. Um, no, I, I just, I just beat Batman. Batman. You're Batman. Arkham City. I beat Batman. I don't need any help. Arkham City or Arkham yeah, Asylum? Arkham Asylum. Oh, Asylum. All right. I beat Batman. Arkham Asylum. He won't get Arkham City for another two years until it goes on sale. <laughs> I know. I've <laughs> two years in the past in terms of video games. That's terrible. We had this whole discussion on uh, in our um, in our private chat. We were talking about. How I'm perpetually two years in the past, and it's okay because by the time I do get games, they're dirt cheap, and yep. they have all of the extra DLC and content included. Yep. So that's what you're waiting for, for for Skyrim, right? <laughs> hey, hey! Uh, by the time you, you get Skyrim, you'll still be not finished. <laughs> Boom! Thank you. Cross this over. See you guys next week. Nice. Infinite Undiscovery. Oh, I need to finish that. Sixteen-hour <laughs> game, and I still can't finish it. I just deleted. I have an out. I had an Outlook task task in my uh, thing at work. Like, okay, I need to finish these three games, and I put the games in there. And one of them was Infinite Undiscovery. I finished all the other ones, and the and the task just lingered in my Outlook for like over six months. And I just deleted it the other day. I'm like, um, yeah, (laughs) time to move on. Oh, 
um, I'm always I figured that uh, since I'm in a two year cycle, Fallout New Vegas is about to pop up. You know the what's it called? The Ultimate Edition is about to come out in February, and I figured, well, I I might as well finish up Fallout Three right now. So I finally okay. finished up Mothership Zeta the other night, and I'm going. I'm doing Brotherhood of Steel, and then I'm doing Point Lookout, mm-hmm. and I'm finally putting that game away. I'm so that's what I'm doing. Up to. Hmm? I'm releasing that after all the Steam sales. Yeah, that's how it works. So I won't be like able to do that. Why? Because it won't be on Steam sale. You can just wait till next year. But if, oh, you, next if year. you've bought it on Steam sale with the seventy-five percent off everything, you already have all that stuff for like the same or cheaper price. Okay. I don't know why you would need to do that. <laughs> like the the most recent DLC one was the last one, so if you got it on Steam sale, you're kind of good, I think. Yeah, actually, you probably and if you didn't get it, you'll probably be able to get it this Christmas for cheaper than what the collector's edition is going to be. Collector? You mean Game of the Year? Ultimate? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah ultimate. ultimate. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, just wait for the next Steam sale. <laughs> I mean, what do you care if? It, yeah, you, you'd be fine. I mean, honestly, yeah, for you, Mike, you don't have enough time. You should just buy the base game and be done with it. Yeah, and the f- interesting thing, this cycle, this uh, current console cycle has lasted for so long that playing a game that's like slightly three years old, it still looks almost as good or just as good as a lot of the other games that are coming I out. I don't know. Fallout 3 versus Skyrim? Uh, I'm talking about Fallout 3 in New Vegas. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. know, a lot of these just, it looks fine. It's fine. And... You, Mothership Zeta is fun. I'm really through. worried after having played Skyrim so much and liking it if I can actually go back to the Fallout games now. I wonder. I don't know. I don't think I could actually. You are a graphics whore. We know that. Well, it's not just graphics wise, it's gameplay wise. Okay. Not because I know, that, I know that Elder Scroll or that Sky. Uh, Fallout. Three probably still does the whole um, zoom in head thing that Oblivion did. Mm-hmm. Sure and does. Th- there's changes like that that I just can't go back to after Ooh. after experiencing the better form. I need to you ask Manny. Qu- oh, go ahead. Go right ahead. I-, I need to ask you now that you finished all the Fallout Three. I think right or almost. almost all. Do I actually care about all those DLCs? Is there stuff I should skip? Like what? What should I? What should I actually try to? Like you gave me good advice for Oblivion. Just focus on um, Shivering Isles. What's the advice for Fallout Three? Um. Okay. You can easily. You need Brotherhood of Steel is important because it actually advances the game, and advances the story and sort of ties up a lot of loose ends. So if you're gonna do any, like if you have to pick two out of the four, it's Brotherhood of Steel and Point Lookout because uh, it takes you steel, to- Manny. What did is I that, say? That, isn't, isn't that the, you said Brotherhood of Steel? I think the oh, you're DLC right. is called right. Broken Steel. Broken Steel. So Broken Steel and Point Lookout, the one where you go to... It's sort of like, it's sort of like a mini Shivering Isles. You get taken to a completely separate area, this little island with its own little quest hubs and integrate little story that's completely separated from the main game. So if you have to do any... If you have to choose two out of the four, I'd say those two. But if you... Anchor, Operation Anchorage is like maybe four, five hours, uh-huh. I mean, maybe, maybe less, maybe three hours. Um, it's not particularly – it's not the best bit of DLC, but the piece of armor that you get out of it, the winterized uh, power armor, is probably my favorite armor in the game. It's not the strongest or the most – gives you the most defense, but you never have to repair it. Mm, nice. So I got that pretty early on, and I've never taken it off because I just <laughs> – it's so annoying. Like, okay, I got hit by this rocket. Now I need to repair my armor. 
Uh, I failed to repair armor. It's kind of like for an OCD gamer like me, it's a bit much. Okay. And what kind of class do I want to be in Fallout? Is this a game that you can play as a talker, or is that are those days relegated to Fallout One and Two? New Vegas really rewards you for talking. Okay. Not as much in Fallout Three. So Fallout Three, I want to learn to shoot people, so sharpshooter or something, right? You know, the yeah. good thing is though, you can pretty much or energy everything weapon. levels with you, right? In Fallout Three. Say what? Uh, what? I, I said what or energy weapons. Me? What levels with me? Oh, Fallout the Three. Enemies. Oh, the enemies. Oh, okay. I was just wondering if you well, could like, skip straight to the DLC. Probably not. Well, aren't there I'm, good I'm side quests in Fallout 3? Like alien ships and all this other weird crap? I thought that was all DLC. Yeah, Mothership Zeta is DLC. I'll be honest. Well, there Mothership was a Zeta UFO was... in the base game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's where you get the alien blast, like the most powerful weapon in the game. Okay. Huh. Okay, so simple question. Built-in side quests in Fallout 3, worth doing or not? It's probably better than the main story, honestly. The side quests. But but are they? That doesn't answer the question. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're worth doing. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. You know, that's funny. I I, I checked my uh, the timestamp on my save game. The last time I played that game was ten five twenty ten. Got it. So I'm really trying to scratch to remember. I've been playing that game on and off, on and off for like the last four years. Oh my gosh, it's been four years. Has it been? Since no, like three. almost no. Oh no, my gosh. it's been three. Well, I thought it was out in 08. I still need to finish Fallout One. <laughs> why? <laughs> Years on that one, right? What do you mean why? Because it's an excellent game. It's probably better than Fallout Three. Well, but okay. you don't finish. Games. I know I don't finish games, <clears throat> except the games I really finished this year. But whatever. Maybe I can recommend. How many this? games was that? I don't know, like three or four. Right. That's good for me. <laughs> I know that's a sad thing. Are we still okay, doing I that? And the right funny thing, thing is, it's that. Are you we still doing the what? Thing yet you... The completed games. Yes, form, we are. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I what totally forgot. About it. I was gonna say it's just ironic that uh, you never finish anything yet you host our game of the year podcast. <laughs> I did last year because I do I do podcasts, man. He does play a lot of games. He just doesn't podcast. I got everybody on there who actually knew what they were talking about. Remember? I'm yeah. trying to remember why the reason that I wasn't there last year. Was I like scheduling? I wasn't on there. It was hard to schedule, That's, guys. I think it, it was, was really scheduling. hard to schedule. So I favor I, I favored all the people who write our reviews. Is how I well last year I, I also was doing like seventy art weeks. So so I mean you know I'm 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 going to put it towards the people who actually give scores out on our sites. That's that's who I'm going to lean towards if I have to pick one or the other. Because oh. I can give scores. <laughs> if you do that, then that helps. Yes, I've done one review for the site. <laughs> I just think that makes more sense for the game of the year podcast to have the people who are giving the scores out on the site there. <laughs> well, that, they don't, the peop- that doesn't necessarily yeah. affect the awards, right? What do you mean? A little strange. I mean, just because they gave it a five out of five doesn't mean it's automatically game of the year. No, winner. but it means that they played a ton of games and reviewed them and, and critically thought about the merits of these games versus other games and stuff. Yeah, you pretty much you had know, the reviewers and you know, me on last year because I played it on godly amount of games last year yes. and beat them. So I wanted people who could we, talk informedly about one game versus another. And that'll probably that. be the truth them this year. <laughs> I'm gunning for but beating anyway. Mac this year. I, I, thought, I thought I did a good job. I, I guess not. So never mind. No, it's fine. I was too busy. <laughs> So you're just bitter that you weren't there. 
Pretty you much, didn't even yeah. play that many games. <laughs> You're like, I should have been there. I played lots of games. I didn't finish a lot of I games, but I played there. a lot. I finish all the games. I should have been there. All right, so let's. Well, that's pretty with, much with any with any luck, I'll move be on. Able to beat yes, here. it's time to move on. Someone else talk about what you played this week. Oh, I I will. I played Skyrim. Oh, what a no. surprise! <laughs> I didn't know you were had that game. <laughs> I played what plenty. What does your Raptor Sky- profile say? Let oh, me see. A lot of hours of Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to load it up. But it's I can't it's cool. How to yeah, so I played that. I played a bunch of Skyrim. I um, let's see, did I say do anything cool? Well, you heard my cool story about the guys getting launched by bear traps. Um, that's probably the best thing that happened this week. Um, I've been wrapping up some 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 side stories and stuff, and I'm basically I'm at the point like well, I've exhausted where I am on the map, and I need to travel long and far, and so that's what I'm what? doing. And some there's some reason in me I didn't want to travel <clears> long and far. Because I feel I'm like I'm going to get there, and there's going to be lots of side quests and stuff to do. What? According to Raptor, so I didn't either play you that broke much, it or right? something. Yeah. You only played 26 hours this month and only four hours this week. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll tell you why that is. Because we also played Skyward Sword, which doesn't show up on Raptor. It does not show up on Raptor. Um, so Skyward Sword is where most of the time went this week, um, and that's because it's cool. But it's okay. So Skyward Sword. Anyone else playing it? First thing. I wish. Okay. My so, housemate finished it, but I haven't started. So Anna and I have been playing it together. So we've been. So Anna started playing the game and was watching her play it. Then I played a little, and she's watching me play it. So we're we're caught up. We're watching the story. We're helping each other do the dungeons and stuff. And man, this game starts slow. <laughs> you spend two hours in the sky talking to people before you even get your sword. And and go. It's it's kind of kind of silly for a Zelda game to take so long to actually, you know, it's dangerous to go alone. Take this moment. Um, so well, don't they actually quote that verbatim? I don't remember. Possibly. Uh, I think they do. They I think have. they do. I think one character does actually say it is dangerous to go alone. Take this. My problem with Zelda games is that I get too caught up in maxing out my character, and I get so caught up in the side quests, which in my opinion aren't fun. I don't like collecting rupees. I don't like collecting, um, well, collecting anything, really. I don't like collecting stuff at, in order to get better stuff, unless it's, like, gold I get or XP I get by playing the actual game. I go in and choose what I want to advance. No, that's not how it works in Zelda. You're supposed to spend a bunch of hours solving, you know, puzzles to get more heart container pieces or some crap like that. So, anyway, uh, it, there's been a li- I don't even know why I said that right now. That was just like a, that was just like a, I needed an event. About Zelda in general. But we've been playing Zelda. We got through the first dungeon. We've got mostly the second dungeon, and that's about it. So we've spent a number of hours in the games and haven't gotten very far. So it's a long game. It's a big game. It's a long game. And the overworld is like a dungeon in and of itself. So we're essentially solving a dungeon to get to the second dungeon right now. And uh, how to put it? The first dungeon was actually really well designed. And really like the the stuff going on in there slicing spider webs learning how to deal with skull tullas which are totally different than they were in the previous games and uh getting this new beetle guy that straps on your wrist and he flies around it's like it's the new item um you get to fly him around to to find stuff and solve puzzles in the game uh the <clears throat> puzzles are all like the right difficulty like they don't take too long to solve but they're not too easy and so it's been it's been pretty good and really enjoying uh, just what they put together here. And uh, let's see. I'm not good at talking about games, so let's see. What do I say? And you just talked well, quite a bit. Well, people are supposed to ask questions and have a conversation with me, and they never do. I, no, we don't. haven't played it. 
Well, but you could ask questions because that means you don't know anything. <coughs> well, what you're saying <laughs> is that the first dungeon is good. Yeah, and, and I don't I'm want, like, and I and I want normally, some like help. Like, what do you want to know about this game? <laughs> well, that's kind of the thing. It's like when I play Twilight Princess, the first dungeon was good. The first dungeons are good because they're easy, they're short. Yeah, you get through it. It's not the Water Temple. The boss sucks, you know. though. Why does the boss suck? Okay, so the boss, he's based off you. Okay, this is stupid. So the, the game is about one-to-one so- sword fighting. And that's probably the one element that like this game is all about because it's on the Wii and it's Wii Motion Plus, and I hate it the most because I don't, I don't care about one-to-one motion fighting. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even want that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. And so the boss is basically a tutorial on how to do it right. That, that's his goal. That's what he's there to teach you. Like, here's how to adequately learn how to do one-to-one motion sword fighting properly. So if you try to attack on the sword, he catches your sword. Um, and you have to, like, swipe it out. Uh, you have to kind of jerk it back upwards in order to make him let go of your sword. So in order to, for you, what he will do is he'll put his hand out, and it follows your sword around wherever you have it pointing. So you have to trick him. So you have to point your sword one way. So he gets his hand over there and then attack from another direction really quickly. The problem is the Wii Motion Plus isn't very accurate. So when you do that really quick, it doesn't actually come from the direction you meant for it to come from all the time. Um, it, it ends up you know, being erratic enough that you're able to get the hits in and beat the boss eventually. But it's just very frustrating that it's not as accurate as it needs to be to do the things that it's asking you to do. And that's a good reason mm. for me not to get that game. But... It doesn't keep you from beating the boss, and most of the frickin' stuff in that game, other than that boss fight so far, they, they don't actually rely on that stuff. Um, the world is absolutely beautifully designed. The art style in this game is fantastic. Uh, the Isn't music, it the same as Twilight Princess? No. No? No, you've, you've seen the previews for this game. It, it doesn't look like Twilight Princess at all. In looks? I mean, yeah. not in overall. Okay, all right. No, in art style? No, it's, it's a different art style. I mean, that was a very dark, was... gritty, realistic, supposedly, game. Only some and this of it is, was. This is a very bright fantasy world. So this, right. is like, this is like splitting the division between um, Twilight and Wind Waker in, in, in some That's ways. what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not quite as cel-shaded as Wind Waker. I know that critics would really love to see more Wind Waker stuff, but apparently... because I hate them. At the... At what? You, don't, you didn't I like Wind Waker style? I hated Wind Waker style. Like, okay. Well, there was apparently a lot of people did, so that's why we're not going to see that. Yeah, screw you too. It's like deformed crap. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> to this day, you still have the stupid purple swirls from that game. It's like, no, make them go away. What that do you mean the purple swirls? Yucky. Every time something appears in a little swirl, it's that animated purple thing from Wind Waker. Oh, is that where that came from? Okay. Yes. So this, this game pulls in elements from everything. It seems to. Which is kind of what they were hoping for. Well, I think like there's some sort of can- canonical story concept of this game is a predecessor to all Zelda games or something like that. And so that, therefore, yeah, they, it should have the elements they, of everything. What, they say that crap all the time, but yeah, they don't actually show an official timeline. Right. And then when they do the official timeline, they screw it up on the next game. Yeah, <laughs> like it matters. <laughs> the Zelda timeline. So, the, uh... For for a game that, you know, it, it is very impeding to me, like, uh, oh, all these puzzles, I'm going to have to solve them all, I'm going to waste hours trying to figure out how to get a heart piece. So far, the puzzles have been satisfying. So not frustrating, as in it's fun to figure out how to get that piece. So that that's good so far. And the art style is fantastic. The music, oh my God, the theme you listen to while riding around on your, on your, on your bird is 
probably the best piece of music I've ever heard in a Zelda game. And it's really good and it's orchestrated and awesome. Um, I don't know if the rest of the music holds up to it, but uh, that, that's pretty sweet. And what else we got? So it's a uh, Zelda game. We got dungeons, we got overworld, we got collecting crap, and we have really annoying speech sounds while people are talking and it's in text and there's no voice acting, but you know, it's a Wii game. Who, what do you expect? Um, for some reason, Nintendo hates voice acting, I guess. And what? I don't know. Any other questions? Anybody care about Zelda at all? Help me, guide me. Because I don't know what to, I, what to I, talk about here. I think you've here. done enough, really. You're not We're reviewing it. You're doing what I did this week. Well, yeah, but it's the first impressions we have of Zelda, and I'd love to give good impressions. You mean except for the review? <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. Well, it's um... the first impressions we had on the podcast, dude. The podcast is his own okay, friend. What about that guy listening from the backlog? He's going to get to this, and he wants to hear what Zelda's like. In 2013? In 2013, that's right. <clears throat> okay. Hopefully he'll have read a review by Skyward Sword by then. Well, I would be interested in this game were it not for all the Wii Motion Plus thing, because I have no interest in standing up, playing a game, flailing off my arms like an idiot. Well, see, that's the thing I thought about with Twilight Princess is, oh my gosh, I don't want to sit there and play what is typically a very long game, especially for Zelda, with the Wiimote. But the more I played it, the less it seemed to bother me. And I didn't stand up the whole time. I sat down. You yeah, we we haven't we have not stood up while playing this game. That you don't have to stand. It's yeah, we play it on the couch. Oh, oh! I forgot about this. Bomb bowling is in this game. You bowl with bomb. bombs. Is it bomb chews or just bombs? Bombs, bomb flowers, bombs out of bomb flowers and stuff. So you just I pick want them more up. Bomb chew bowling. Um. Well, I don't know that they. I don't think they do the bomb chew because they have um the 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 flying guy who kind of fulfills that sort of role of directing it. So mm. anyway, you just bowl and um you you you, you get your you point your remote down and kind of t- tilt it so the line shows up on the screen so the direction you want and then you So you, you play wee bowling. Forward. Yeah, it's wee bowling except you kind of <laughs> see where your aim's going to go. And that helps you bumble. And there's no There were options in Wii Sports to see where your bowls and ball's going to go. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I guess. That was the cheat mode. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I should turn that on. I never tried uh, that. That would be nice to try. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so far things seem really well designed. And I, we're not far enough in the game to know if like this keeps up or not. Right now, I have to say, uh, for a Zelda game, you know, which aren't high on my list of things that I enjoy, um, I'm just trying to come back into those because Link to the Past was like it for me. I've had issues since then. Um, it seems pretty pretty good, and I want to see more of it. So I actually wanted to play more last night, but Anna's not here right now, so I'm waiting for her to get back so I can actually try so more of that. you did not like Twilight Princess? Uh, no, I did not play much of Twilight Princess. Uh, I think I liked what I played, but just um, it got lost in the shuffle. Okay, because I was kind of in the same camp as you, that until Twilight Princess, I kind of Link to the Past was pretty much where it peaked. Well, remember, I, I, really I didn't like Ocarina Twilight at Princess. first for many well, I years. Didn't, I didn't like Ocarina at all. Oh, really? Yes, oh. I am one of the few who thinks Mask. Ocarina is the most overrated crap, but it was still better than Majora's Mask. I'm really enjoying Ocarina on the 3DS, um, and I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just because I'm coming at it with the, with the everyone else likes this. Why can't I find some enjoyment in it? And I am finding some enjoyment in it, so I don't know. Well, it's, it's because just, you didn't like it originally, but you're playing it now because it doesn't look like. Yeah, that, that is part of it. I, 
a it lot of N sixty four games on a smaller screen. Um, well, they they upped re- the resolution too. They they okay. redid a lot of the textures. Um, a lot of the N sixty four games I hated just because they looked like blurry pieces of crap. Blocky crap, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It looked like Cloud if he was blurry on a <laughs> N sixty four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I didn't like. Uh, well, you already know I didn't like Wind Waker. I didn't like I didn't like Ocarina. I mean, I didn't hate Ocarina, but I wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Link to the Past just can't stand out to it. I was like, Link to the Past was where it was. Um, Majora's Mask was a mistake. And, you know, then you get to Twilight Princess, which I was like, well, I kind of not had any luck with Zelda games, and then I really liked Twilight Princess. But I'm still glad I played it before I played Okami, so... <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. That's why I'm. I'm. That's my plan. Actually, I've been. I've delayed playing Okami at times, and like, oh wait, no, I need to play Twilight Princess first because what Michael said. <laughs> right, because you, if you play Okami first and you do everything with Amaterasu, and then you go back and you're stuck in Link form with uh, in the Wolf, you're just like, eh, this, this is stupid. I, like, I can't do it. I can't jump on things. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. Well, we've so talked about that before, though. So yeah. I do like how Wheels says in the chat, Link to the Past is overrated. Oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible thing to that say. That is terrible. Link to the Past is not still true the all. best Zelda game. So what's up with long Zeldas? Why did, when did Zeldas become long? Uh, are we getting sidetracked again? Yeah. Yes. Just, okay, just making sure. He's oh, sleepy, yeah, yeah. I think. Right. Okay, sorry. We should move on. Um, Quinn, right. what did you play this week? Uh, I finished Batman Arkham City. <laughs> well, it's like finishing Batman game week. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and the um, future. That, uh, <laughs> uh, thingy. Um, patch 4.3 came out for World of Warcraft. Yes, I played some of that last night. What Have do you, you think? finished any of the dungeons yet? Yes, I finished the three dungeons. Yeah, I, I much prefer them to the previous two. They're so easy. I'm yeah. shocked. Like, those three dungeons are easier than the older Cataclysm dungeons. Uh, I I would say I wouldn't say on a couple of them like the Lost City of the Tolvir on Heroic no, for when joke. they came out for when they came out um, but yeah Lost, like City- even then, Lost City of the Tolvir is, e- is piss easy but uh, okay. End Time is probably slightly harder because you still have to do something hmm. yes. like say um, the, the Sylvanas fight in the so, first one for people who don't know new, new fight came out the new patch for, for Cataclysm came out that basically concludes Cataclysm's story um Cataclysm was started by Big Dragon coming up from the Earth and destroying much of the world. And in this patch, they added the raid where you get to go and kill that dragon. And uh, along with that, they added three dungeons that support the story of how you get the, yeah, the, the weapon yeah, you need to, to even begin to attack that dragon. So, And they take you through time and space. You go to the beginning of time, essentially, for Warcraft, the end of time for Warcraft, and so forth. Yeah, one's in the past, one's in the future, and one's in the present. Yeah. First one's, in the, first one's in the future, the second one's in the past, and the third one's in the present. And so for those of you who liked, like me, just grinding dungeon finder dungeons in um, Wrath of the Lich King and earning justice points and grinding your character up, um, these dungeons let you do that. Who actually likes doing that? I did. Who likes why? It's absolutely that. It's the easiest valor points you ever. You like getting experience points in Final Fantasy XI. Who are you to criticize? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can get five levels in two hours. Can you? It's do that the same crap. Have? Yeah, it's a, no, it's, it's not the same crap. It's different crap. <laughs> You're grinding in an MMO for fun. 
for two hours, not a dungeon yes. over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Oh, no. oh, yeah, <laughs> not a dungeon. You're sitting in the same place in Abyssia over and over and over, fighting the same enemy over and over. You don't even get the variety of a dungeon. For two hours. Yes, for, and a dungeon and is I'm less than an hour. Done. Yeah, and then I'm done too. Yeah. How many times do you have to do that? I d- what do you mean, how many times I have to do it? How many times do you have how to go into Abyssia? Uh, how many hours you spent? You've spent over fifty hours in Abyssia, Michael. <clears throat> um, doing different things. Yes. Okay. Not XPing. Well, all, all, d- all of these dungeons are maximum level anyway. There's, there's no EXP. Yeah, there's no XPing at all. But he doesn't like grinding for things. Well, it, for if you don't like leveling your character that way, you can go participate in raids and get gear that way. It's a much better way. Oh yeah, because uh, four point three added not the, uh, the raid founder, the raid finder, raids. How are they not raid finder? Well, how, you is, how is doing a raid not grinding a dungeon? Because you're not doing a you're dungeon? You're grinding for that 2% drop you didn't get last time you did this dungeon? Oh, no. Most of the time you're working on trying to get your uh, your guild coordinated enough to and skilled and experienced enough to actually beat the boss. Yeah, except they've bypassed that now. Oh, they have. Oh. The raid, oh, that's finder. Right. raid finder. Yes. Yeah. You don't need a raiding guild to raid anymore. Yeah, and that's actually why I did spend two hours, actually, Michael, um, getting gear in a dungeon so I would have enough item, have enough uh, character uh, gear that yeah. I could join into the gear finder, the dungeon uh, raid finder, which I can do now. Yay! Okay. Because they've they've slightly changed how the current tier of gear is handled with regards to drops from that particular raid. So. Whatever. I'm so. Bleh. <laughs> what do you care? Why are you getting offended at this? <laughs> I know you don't like raid style play. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no one's asking you to play it. <laughs> Good. Well, I was waiting for that actually. <laughs> what? I, I can't don't ask play you to with play. Me. I won't play well. I, you are so far from end game. There's no way you would never. Oh, yeah. You would never get there. See, that's what I hate. Is like it would take me forever just to get to your level. And it's like at least in eleven. If I it would, to your it would level, take probably would take like a day. It would take twenty hours of play probably to get to the point where we could do, where we could try to get you into raids. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, it's not that bad. No, it it's isn't. like a week. Well, you think it's terrible, but it's not that terrible. Well, they it lowered, seemed to be. They when just I got cut to seventy. They, it was like I'm just gonna grind oh, XP to actually a uh, seventy to eighty. They took away thirty three percent of the experience requirement. So it only took me seventeen hundred hours instead of two thousand five hundred hours. I mean, I, I went from seventy seventy one in like a day, and I was like, "Screw this!" Yeah, I've gone from I've apparently according to this, I've gone from one to eighty one in seven days. With triple XP or what? No, that's without triple XP, and that's or only just, with one heirloom. Or just not sleeping. No, I've slept. I'm talking seven days play time here. Oh, that's seven that's times twenty four. That's plenty. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. See, I can do one to ninety-five and eleven in probably twenty hours. Uh, yeah, they they made yeah, eleven. Yeah, fa- a very good abyss here. No, link no. Shell. Yeah, I mean, eleven changed. I don't need a link shell. I have to get the thirty and then work my way into a party, and I'm done. Yeah, eleven changed things with Abyssia. They totally yeah, no, made know, leveling really fast. Yep. In Abyssia myself. Yeah. That's and crazy. Yeah, it, it was pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't happen to think it's that exciting, but I, I do like oh, that when it's I fast. 30 to 90, no, I, I, I go off and make a sandwich or something, watch TV. Yeah. I think but talking I'm about Abyssia is boring, too, actually. 
So we should probably oh, move on. Because oh, WoW is interesting <laughs> to talk about. So uh, and anything else? Uh, have you tried any of the new other things that are for people who aren't like Michael, like the Dark Moon oh, Fair and um, the uh, Dark Plane like type the, stuff? Uh, you... Dark Moon Fair doesn't start until tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, oh, you're talking about I don't the, do event stuff. I see. The trans, uh, transmogrification. No, you do do event there. stuff, don't you? Guys. Wow. Oh, guys. What? 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 We're getting oh. sidetracked. Yeah, this is for Michael. This is dress up. This is take yeah, an item. Dress up time. This is what I want. Yeah, this is uh, this is take items that you found in your travels and make your current gear look like those other things because you like the way they make your character look better. So this is for for dressing up your girl and keeping uh, keeping the look that you prefer. Sometimes was, people go and grind and, and search for uh, rare drops just to get the a certain look on their character. Yeah, there has been all kind of, um, in the, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think both my horde and alliance side guilds have been doing old raids just for getting old tier gear. Who'd yeah, you jo- they- who'd you join on the alliance anyway? Ali- uh on which server? Cause, oh, you have other servers. Okay, I didn't yeah, because I I'm, I'm, I spent most of my time over on Wormwest Accord now. So got it. Tell me more about the dress up, unless about guilds. Like, what is the uh, hot well, thing basically- everyone's trying to wear? <laughs> you're, are you I, asking what's the current fashion in Azeroth? What is the current fashion in WoW? Yes, please tell me more. <laughs> anything, anything before 2010. Like Burning Crusade, Burning Crusade era raid gear. Wow. And Wrath of the Lich King era raid gear. But I think people prefer the Burning Crusade stuff. I just want that quote right now. All the gear after 2010 isn't worth wearing. <laughs> well, because they see it so often, <laughs> quite honestly. About it, but. Uh, anyway. Yep. Okay, so WoW has to yeah. dress up now, so that might yep. actually make me play it someday. Hey, here's something else we could talk about. The the um, the the uh, NDA on the Old Republic has passed. Okay. I play, I've we played have, some of that. Didn't we have an impression? Yeah, you probably should just read that instead. Um, Didn't you pretty much just say it was WoW in space? Yes. Quite frankly, it is. Why? They do a lot more things where you don't have to do the tedious farming and crafting by yourself. Says, says who? Oh, and not the crafting, but at least when you're farming stuff, it just you can have minions farm for you. Oh, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen gathering yet, so maybe that's true. I I would love that if I was just around something and it went and got it for me mm-hmm. while I was still fighting, so I don't have to stop fighting and then go find it and then go find more. You know, it just seems more streamlined. Yeah, that's true. That would be nice. Um, but uh, I don't do uh, I don't do much gathering in WoW. Even I get most of my gold just from running dungeons and stuff. So yeah, so uh, uh, the old Republic really is just. I'm, I'm sorry to be so reductive about it, but it kind of is just WoW in space so far. It uh, uh, but there's voice acting, so lots of voice acting. Wow, so that's nice in space. Yeah, so lots of voice acting, and um, you have choices that you get to make that don't matter. And uh, that's pretty much it, unfortunately. So yeah. and the and the Star Wars theme, yeah, Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Space. So if you like Star Wars, then you're good. If you just you're like I'm tired of WoW. I don't like fancy. I like more sci-fi. Hey, get this. Get the Old Republic. You're and you're set. Enjoy it. Still better than Star Trek Online. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can tell you that for sure. Of course, based on everything I've heard, being better than Star Trek Online is not a high bar to jump. No, not really. Uh, let's see. Um, the Special Olympics of high jumping. Roy, what did you play this week? Skyrim and Mario. All right, so 
<laughs> I think we've covered Skyrim. You were so. supposed to chime in during Skyrim. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about Mario. Anything exciting to add about Mario? I would go so far as to say that for the new Super Mario 3D, that it is the perfect marriage of the Mario Galaxy type gameplay and Super Mario Brothers 3. All right. It, that makes me sad. It, it It is awesome. I love it. Cool. Why can't people just hate this game and then I'd be happy? But just turn off the 3D. It plays fine. I've actually heard that turning off the 3D breaks some puzzles. No. Yeah, I, I, I've played it with and without the 3D. You can play it either way. Although there are some areas where the 3D makes it look really neat. Like if they have bullet bill, if you're playing on a level that goes side to side and you have bullet bills that are coming off and they come at you and it looks cool. Me. But the uh, the it, design of the game is apparently quite awesome. So if you want to play a good Mario game, Mike, play Mario Galaxy. Only cost me you haven't finished any of those. Oh, yeah, I haven't done Galaxy yet. <laughs> yeah. I have to plug my Wii in. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually found the sensor bar. You need to do that for Xenoblade anyway. Yeah, not till April now. Yeah. Awesome game, though. So I don't have to rush to it. I got five months to find the rest of the parts. Are you actually going to buy Xenoblade, Chris, since you already jailbreaked your Wii? Uh, I, I don't know that I can justify buying it again. Oh, please. What? You buy all the dumbest crap. You can buy Xenoblade again and support actually getting released the game that you whined about so much. No, I, I don't I don't really <laughs> feel that Nintendo should be rewarded for how they handled this. I don't like the way you, they handled it. They they jerked us around and and re, and did some sort of very strange either last-minute marketing thing that they shouldn't be rewarded for or just straight up chose not to speak when people were blatantly asking them for this, which I don't think they should be rewarded for either. I don't see any reason to give Nintendo money for what they did here. Like if they were planning to release it, they could have just fucking said so. Yeah, exactly. But you uh, quite gave frankly, them yes. money. Yeah, I gave Nintendo of Europe money, not Nintendo of America. Yeah, that's oh, mostly because well, Nintendo of Europe is more awesome anyway. Quite frankly, about it's a bit this, like they Square were. Enix Europe. So I mean, yeah. So what you've actually done is you put your money supporting the the region you don't want them to support before your region. I, I'm supporting the region that that actually released the game in a reasonable time and talked to people and, and announced. But when, it and when stuff. yes, that that's neat in words, but when you look at the numbers, if Europe outsells America, they won't do it again. Okay. Well, yeah, great. But it's up to America no, to fix this great. stuff. Yeah, actually, yes, it is because it's up to America to fix these issues, not for me to support them in some sort of weird roundabout. Like, well, this the is the only way you can show your support. The issue, no, they're not going to do it. Mike, they're not stupid. They know the choices they're no, making. They are stupid. You're way <laughs> overestimating their ability to process what has happened here. If they and then, come out and, and if, Europe sells more, yeah. all they're going to say is, we told you it wouldn't sell. Why did we do it? We're not doing it again. That's great. And I'll, I'll import the next one from Europe. Basically, at this point, I've, I've gotten to the point where it's like, fine, I'm okay with importing from Europe. If that's what you want me to do because you're incompetent, I'm fine with that. If Nintendo of America goes out of business, I don't honestly care right now. Well, they can't go out of business. They make Pokemon games. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Are we done? I need to cook. I, need to yep, I think we're done. Yeah, this is I another stupid go. argument. Um, all right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for being with us. I'd I like to, to go. Whoa, oh. Oh, I thought you meant you needed to go. Oh, yes. What did you play, Mike? <laughs> well, I finished Final Fantasy 13 for the record. Oh, yay! 
Finally. How was that last um, boss on you? The one that was giving me all the trouble turned out to be kind of a cakewalk once I had the right accessory like I knew it would be. But then the rest of it, yeah, I, I don't like time battles. I don't like when you finish Metroid and you have five minutes to escape. I don't like any of this crap. So that last battle for me was like pulling my teeth out of my face. And why, why, why are there seven cutscenes between the two battles? Why do I have to skip seven? For the, really? same, for, the, for the same reason that Final Fantasy VIII's ending's 45 minutes long. I don't care if it's 45 minutes if I can press skip, but I have to press skip seven times. That's just you dumb. Can't, you can't skip. If you, lose that, if you lose that battle, you have to start, 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 select, start, select, start, select, start, select seven times. That's stupid. Okay, sorry. So that's my little pet peeve. I don't know at this point if I'm going to go to 13, or I don't know if I'm going to finish any endgame uh, stuff in 13, or if I'm just going to sit around for 13 too because it's so close. I don't know what you guys think about that. I, I, oh, endgame stuff in 13? I didn't do any of it. So. Well, yeah, like I don't have any of the themes. I don't have the the trophies. I didn't kill all of the end, uh, what do they call them, hunts. So, what you is know, going on? on? What is just, going just, on? Tristan decided to put a lot of loud cars in a tin. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I just wait for 13 2 at this point, I think. I think so. It's about yeah, I, I, that's what right. I think. I mean, they're going to clean things up and make it better. Why not put your time into the better game? Yeah, well, in getting theory, all the trophies, all, all it does is it gives you a wallpaper for your PS3. Oh, that's I what you want. want okay. Fang on my PS3. Oh. Now, Fang is the worst one to get. Fang is find every Can't weapon. you just go find somebody who's ripped the bitmap and just put it on your PS3 manually? See, that was the thing that actually bugged me was the theme apparently is just wallpaper. Yeah. I was hoping there'd be icons and stuff. No, it's just, yeah. So I was yeah, wondering just wallpaper. using the Fang wallpaper I have on my PC. So there you go. All you need is find one that's the right resolution. Well, I, ha- I made this 1080p. Is that the right resolution? Yeah, that would be the right resolution. <laughs> <laughs> this is 1928 by 12 or something. So, yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. Um, the other thing has been uh, Dragon Quest Monster Joker 2. Um, I, if you remember what I said about Joker 1, it was how everything got to the final three and it was all stupid. So I am really enjoying the complexity of post-game. All the different combinations you can do. There really is no unbeatable team. So I'm really tempted to get into this. I just don't know if I want to because that's dangerous. What do you guys think? Um, so what are, you, what are you asking us? All right. So do you think I should play the end game for the sake of competing online? Or should I just say I did my 30 hours and I'm done? Oh, you have so many other games. Are, are, I'm gonna are, vote you, for are you serious? On. Are, are you seriously asking people like us whether or not you should give in to obsessive compulsive behavior? Yes, actually, I am. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Yes, yes. To possibly say yes, so I actually right. want to know if it's crazy. All right, let's crazy. get a vote. I say no. Roy, what do you say? I'd say no. John? <laughs> I abstain. You abstain? Really? Abstain? Wow. Okay. Manny? Is Manny Manny's... even here? Manny's already fled the city. <laughs> Manny's already fled the city. <laughs> All right. All right. So, I guess we, so that's two no's and abstain. It could go either way, Mike. It could be uh, it could be two uh-huh. abstains, and then we we haven't really made a decision. 
I've, I've read some of the builds that I would have to make and how long it would take. And even with the metal monsters, it would probably take up to 20 hours per build. I don't know. Is it fun? Is grinding that stuff it, fun? Well, it's Dragon Quest. I always like Dragon Quest grinding. Well, it's not Dragon Quest. It's Dragon Quest Monsters. Isn't that different? Not to mention it's on a handheld. So really? It's like, it's like everything. <laughs> oh, see you, see you, John. John's taking really, off. Really He's got to go get dinner. John is being free for food. Mike, yeah. do you have any other games to talk about, or can we wrap this up? No, we're good. Let's go. All right, let's wrap this up. It's been two two and a half hours, basically, so let's let's be yeah. done. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, email us at podcast at rpgamer.com. You can also send us MP3 attachments. We'll play them here on the air. Call us at 608-729-4098. We'll play your voicemails right here on the air. Uh, and also message boards at board at rpgamer.com, B-O-A-R-D dot rpgamer.com for that. And Twitter, Twitter dot com slash rpgamer and we love to read all your feedback here on the show as you've seen us do at the beginning and we are still taking random encounters questions so we got a few last week i want to get a few more before we do the segment so send us your questions for us to answer in four minutes or less and we will uh, have a fun little feedback focused on that uh, with sound effects and everything so with that uh thanks everybody keep playing your skyrims go get your fortune street this week and uh enjoy uh the run-up to christmas where you should have lots of time to play games uh, until then we'll see you next week bye everybody bye now bye, bye. bye.